Hello, hello. Tim Bartz is here and Sarah, Sarah. Davis. All right, you got unmuted. So I was a little worried about you there for a second. So no. I am live in Las Vegas, um, as you can tell from the Bellagio Fountains. And Sarah, you're at the dealership, right? Yes. All right, so we're uh, doing two different locations. So we're gonna, uh, but yes, so I am here at the, uh, some people don't know this, why I'm in Vegas, why I'm not here, because last Tuesday, I don't think I was aware of this, right? Was it Tuesday? Well, I don't know when it was, uh, that came out, but yes, I'm in Vegas. I am at the dealer meeting uh, where the four dealers are invited to come to this. Uh, a couple dealership employees are allowed from each dealership to go over the yearly business news, uh, maybe see preview of some of the the new product um, other things that they're you know wanting dealerships to know and to learn about and uh, and other things so had a, so yes so we actually were here um, today we're actually done so today was the last day we're heading out flying back out tomorrow uh, so we are doing the live stream here and uh, so yeah I had a lot of fun but uh, how's your week been going without me <laughs> pretty good. Um, been pretty hectic. I didn't sit down for a lot of this afternoon. Glasses away. Nobody play. <laughs> Good thing. I didn't have pricing to do too. So, yeah. So I did not find, uh, any G fuel in Vegas, but I got a kickstart. So that'll get me, get me through the live stream. Cause it's, it's actually five o'clock here. So when we dump the live stream, it was, it'd be seven o'clock. So yeah. So, yep. Ow. Yeah, my my lunches. I ended up eating four meals yesterday because our <laughs> breakfast was at like seven thirty in the morning here, and then we had lunch at like eleven, and then they gave us fed us dinner at like four o'clock, and so I'm like, I'm gonna be hungry again. So, <laughs> but because uh, I get I get adjusted to whatever time zone I'm in really fast. So I'm you know when that first night I go to bed about when I would want to normally for there and then adjust pretty quickly, but. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually on Pacific time and I'm, I'm with it. So I won't be tired. I won't be going to bed for a while. So we're going to eat dinner after we're done with the live stream here tonight. So anyway, all right, let's see what else is going on. So, yep. I'm a Maverick owner. Maybe you see it, my title there. So yeah. they question uh, that. They question that. Yeah. Yep. I'm a Maverick owner, I'm a Maverick trimmer, Lariat trim. So, yep, yep. Yep. So trading in the lightning. So I'm going from all EV to all gas because Maverick is the the tremor will, will be more fuel efficient than the Bronco at least. But uh, I think I can pay for a lot of gas for 500 bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but anyway, so, all right. But by the title, you guys can tell we're going to talk a little bit. There's, I will tell you this full disclosure. I cannot um, had to sign a waiver that not to talk about uh, some of the specifics on some of the things uh, they took our phones and put them in a case while we we're in there several parts so we couldn't take any pictures of any product uh, not supposed to talk about any of the product uh, well I can talk about what has already been released to the media let's just say that so that's what we're going to tie it to today but uh, we don't gonna, talk about meetings <laughs> no we won't talk about that but we will uh, talk about the how dealers should be excited for the future of Ford and be excited that dealers aren't going away they're not going anywhere so we'll talk about that later and some of those things and i can talk about some of the the non-specific stuff that's already been kind of released to the media but just kind of reminded to dealers and you know a lot of this stuff like some of that stuff we you know we're listening to them like 
I already knew about that. So, so there's like a couple of products they revealed. I'm like, yeah, that's already been revealed. I already seen that. <laughs> Carlisle. And then like, yeah, that one was released in social media two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I already knew about that because you talked about that. So we'll, we'll kind of reference some of that of they talk to dealers about some of these things, but uh, but the products are cool. So we'll, we'll, uh, that's, that's, how, that's all we can tell you. <laughs> the, the updates and some products we saw, what, seven, eight, nine vehicles, nine vehicles, two of which I'd seen prior. So Ooh. that's pretty awesome. So um, anyway, so we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. So other than that, he has uh, not told me a single thing yet. We haven't had a chance to talk about <laughs> anything. So know, can't, nothing can't for me it. either. So uh, anyway, members, if you're a member, then I did talk a little bit about some things. But again, yeah. it's I can't publicly put it out there. But if you're a member, you uh, we I talked about more of my feelings about it. So. Anyway, you guys checked that out earlier. Um, other than that, speaking of that, you want to talk uh, a little bit about membership? Yeah. So if you'd like to become a member, it's right there by that subscribe button. It's join. When you open that tab, it'll tell you all of the perks that we offer. Then if you are an iPhone user, you have to do things just a little bit differently. Uh, you have to go to your web browser, go up to little A and big A and request desktop browser. Um, at that point, you should be able to join. So some of the perks that we offer, um, we have member-only content, like Tim mentioned. He you know, talked about some of his things uh, on a member video today. We also have other content, live streams yeah. on Fridays, uh, Saturday lot walks. We do all of that. You get a new member packet. Um, it's just there are some good perks that come with that. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of our members, I mean, for the $5, uh, you know, you're getting two videos from us a week at least. And then like this week, you know, I took a little video. I took a little video of the the spear that's right outside, uh, which is really cool. So I took a little video and posted it was it was a minute long video. And then I don't know, something else I posted yeah. another. Oh, <laughs> the hotel room. <laughs> so uh, the dealership put us in a pretty nice hotel room. I was like, I don't think I've ever had a hotel room this nice. <laughs> so yeah. we anyway, also do uh, member only shorts, member only videos when we go on our trips. So um, yeah. like when we went to North Carolina, I'm like, OK, we're off to, on our trip. Off we go. Um, so if you like, uh, yeah. yeah, especially I kind of feel like it's more of vlogging. About, like Sarah, yeah, vlogging about Sarah and I and different things like that and things of my thoughts and especially when I'm a lot walk, I have. We also have a Discord. Yes, we have a Discord as well. So anyway, some great perks. Man, we should upcharge that five dollars. <laughs> That's a discount. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've changed a lot since you first originally started it. Yeah, we we keep adding things to it. It's been two years. Yeah. You know, we won't, we won't upcharge it. I'm just joking no. with y'all. Um, should do it. No, I, I like what all train nation does. They actually do a, an extra one, but it's for people that want to just feel like they want to get more, no more perks. It's just, it's another, you know, spot. If you want to, would like to support, but instead of doing that, since on YouTube, they take pretty much, uh, 30%, 30% 30 of it, I think. So yeah, we just recommend people there's a down in the, in the description there. If you want to support us in any other way. Uh, not required, not necessary, but we do appreciate any anything. So yeah. we can go on trips because we're coming to, going to SEMA soon, which will all be back in Vegas yeah. in a couple months. And I get to go to that one. 
yes. So we're trying to figure out where we're going to stay. Yes. So I'm trying to this look at costs. How far is it from the convention center? Can we get yeah. there easily on the monorail? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of thing to figure out what we can afford. But yeah, yeah. so anyway. All right. So let's see what's what's next. I'm actually using my phone to to um, let me know what's what we need to do. So uh, videos this week. Um, was planning yesterday to have a Bronco video on the... Uh, official changes happened. The order guide was supposed to come out yesterday. Uh, did not. Um, so I thought come out today. It did not. So uh, the brand manager told me that it'd be within 24 hours. And that was of, of noon here. So uh, maybe tomorrow morning we'll have the order guide. But <laughs> I'll be on a plane when that happens because I'll see I'll be flying out of here about 730 in the morning. And so we will get back to Salina around 2 p.m. So are you guys flying into Salina or no, no, we'll be flying into Wichita. So that flight doesn't arrive. I mean, we'll get back to Salina around 5 p.m. So yeah. Anyway, so that video probably won't be until Thursday then, um, which the order guides open up tomorrow. So Mm -hmm. I mean, the the order banks. So anyway, so don't know anything yet on that, on anything new other than what we they've been telling us. We'll have to see. Let's see. Uh, other than that, uh, we'll get and then we'll get those those uh, the build a pro- the complete guides that we normally do on those. We'll get those to those. We need to do Super Duty as well. So the reason I haven't gotten the Super Duty ones done is because it takes a lot. So I've recorded all the clips for all the different packages for the Super Duty, um, and then I've gotten my notes ready for the standard equipment for all the different Super Duty trims. Uh, but I want to record some on the optional equipment because <laughs> they're all different on all trim <laughs> levels. So uh, Super Duty is just, it's a beast to get through and try to do. So we're working on that, that video, um, but we'll probably, you know, Bronco will be a lot easier to do. So anyway. All right. I feel like Bronco is very in-depth as well. Yeah. And I mean, but it's more simplified in some of it because like on each of the different trim levels like like bronco sport more and like, fabric is only right. like a package or two right whereas on yeah. super d there's like 10 packages available <laughs> you know yeah uh it's it's different because you have some people that use it for construction some people for towing some people you know for hauling so it's different but yeah even on the the bronco they're going to be more simplified to big ben and maybe like a mid package and maybe a I mean, really the tow package isn't a tow, it's just a hitch. But I mean, there's a lot of those that it's, you know, there's not that many packages. Mm -hmm. Mid-package, now there's a Lux and high package combined together. So it'll be a lot easier to do. Um, So there you go. We got a new member, Christopher. Thank you. Welcome. Send me an email. All right. Well, let's dive in. Uh, We're going to talk about good dealer moment. And I want to talk about Mitch over at Town & Country. Of course, he probably doesn't need any help. He has over 200,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel. Um, but I got a chance to see him this week. He actually was one of the uh, spoke because they actually have dealers that um, they kind of spoke on different topics uh, and different things that they're doing that are being that are really doing well. And his was on social media and what he's doing on Instagram and on youtube and such and so he spoke but i got a chance to really chat with them and uh we, we missed each other at supercell tennessee uh but i got a chance to to talk for a little bit for about five or ten minutes um yesterday so it was a lot of fun but yeah so what's really cool about him is actually as i walked up he was actually helping another dealer that wants to do youtube videos and wants to do some stuff so it was really cool how he is helping other dealers 
that want to do what he's doing. So, and he encourages it and he, and such, just like he's come on our live stream, gave us donations and such. So he's real genuine and wants to help other people succeed as well. And the information he puts out, you know, he, he's just like with us, they're not going to take all the orders and, you know, not all the Bronco orders and the other vehicles. He wants to help other people and educate them as well, just like we do. So, um, course he reaches a lot more people than we do uh, but uh mitch is a good guy and a and a good dealer down there and i think i got a couple dealerships down in alabama or somewhere anyway so there you go i just want to point that out because i got a chance to talk to him this week and and highlight him and his dealership all right now we're going to get into schedule oh, i forgot to put the, the clip up we're going to get into the scheduling news uh so let's go ahead and oh wait wait a minute have you been highlighting some members? Before we do that, I just jumped no, right I over. I just I just jumped right over. Got a new member. Another one. All right. JD he's actually Egan. Been, yeah, they've been he's I know they've been viewing our our videos and such for a while, but uh, finally joined the membership. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's highlight some members before we move on because okay. I totally forgot to do that. It's another perk you get as a member. All right. All right, go ahead, Sarah. All right. So first off, I'm going, going from the bottom up. So we have Misty. She says hello, everyone. We have Niles. He's an official member. Um, three months is a time. Well, he's talking about aftermarket stuff with someone. We have Eric Kissel here. Everyone, Hi, everyone. I have an EcoBoost Maverick. Should I change oil at 1,000 miles? I think that's up to the car owner. Yeah, I don't think you need and what to their preferences, oil. but no, you don't. I don't think. I think it's five thousand, isn't it? Yeah, and some actually are saying if it's a hybrid, even longer. Um, I haven't changed oil in my Lightning since I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a dad joke. It's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> we have Jolie Mike. He says video is bad. My end or theirs. Um, so if you're talking about Tim's video, he has a little bit of a sunspot on the side. Not a sunspot, but that sun is on that side. He is in a hotel room. Oh, actually, yeah. that helps. That actually helped. Actually. Now, see, that looks better because before you can even see me because I actually wanted to. No, on uh, my end, I can see you. No, in the video, you can see you better with the curtain open. But on my end, it just looks dark. That's your screen. Are you sure? Yes. But if you need it close so you can see your screen, then keep it closed. I um, I actually had it earlier. I wanted you guys to be able to see the mountains behind me. Actually, I love the view. So we're on the side that's across from the not. I don't have a, a view of the strip. Uh, but if you instead on the back side, which I can see this because we're at the Palazzo. And so I can see the sphere really well right outside the window. But also <laughs> I can see the mountains across the way, which is really cool. So I leave these open. Uh, at night and then in the morning when as we wake up i can the sun comes up and i can see it so yeah uh, but when i set it up earlier it was really dark all right they have spoken they said leave the window covered leave it covered yeah all right well and the the pixels probably isn't as good because the camera i'm using is not the good as as good as the camera that sarah's using so yeah or the yep. mics or anything like that yeah but let's keep going. I was going. tempted to take that camera with me, but it's like Sarah's going to need it. So, <laughs> All right. We have 
ML Cool Pepper in the house. He actually picked up his uh, Maverick right before the Maverick meetup. Um, we have, let's see, who else do we have here? Sorry, guys. I didn't pull anyone aside. Um, Rayanne says, I would love to see some video from meetings as well. I found out that someone from our dealership family was talking there on Monday in front of all the dealers. Oh, what dealership is she with? Um, a place in Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Hmm. I know that. Oh. I will so. say that I, I got a chance to talk to, a, I won't name him, some uh, somebody that's on the product committee and uh, <laughs> I learned some things I probably shouldn't have learned. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know I was a, anything today. He's uh, um, he's not, he didn't know he's talking to Ford video guy. <laughs> I didn't let him know either. <laughs> like, so we can't, we can't hmm. talk about it. No, I won't talk about it, but it's fun to know. Yeah. We have MM in the house saying, welcome to the crew. Um, she is with Valley Ford. Hmm. Valley Ford. All right. I don't think I heard anybody. But there were some that were talking on service that I wasn't really paying attention mm. to much of. All right. And then we have Ridgeview, our other moderator, our first moderator, um, welcoming in other uh, people. Okay. Oh, well, YouTube people. Yes. YouTube car spotters guy. I think he watches a lot of Johnny's and other ones too. So it's like fun to see him over. Yeah. Cool. But Ridgeview yeah. is our wonderful moderator he helps us out a lot and he greets all of our chat people as they make their first chat so yeah it's awesome to have him in here all right and then deke marshall i have to highlight this one where's the sideburns, sideburns. that's not off. the first question on that either i think three other people have asked that question my sideburns it's headphones no, he, they're saying you need sideburns to be in Vegas. Las Vegas. I actually did see a couple that was getting married, and one of them looked like Elvis. It's kind of funny. <laughs> All right. I haven't really on? left a hotel once. I once I walked down to like the link, and then cross the street and walked back. <laughs> that was it. I crossed the street again. <laughs> actually, I went down to the fashion show. I was trying to find something, but yeah. So. Yeah, didn't did venture far. Uh, okay, that it. Been busy. I mean, we have tons of members in here. I could go all night. <laughs> well, we appreciate all of our members. We and do. Uh, while we um, go through the the scheduling information, I'm probably just going to move the camera to just me, since I'll be doing all the talking. Um, so let's get into. You have any other questions? You know I mean, what? I the, have questions for later. Yeah, so Sarah knows, just click on the second one from the left if you want to talk about something and I'll pop you back on there. Of course, your audio still will be working. I'll All just right, talk without them seeing me. There you go. If you have questions, drop them in the chat using at Sarah Davis. Uh, that will tag me so that way I can pull your question aside for later. All right. So let's get into it. Okay. So using my notes here. We'll talk about some scheduling and uh, there's some, yeah, we're going to go through some of this. Well, first let's talk about the 24 Mustang, which by the way, had are shipping out now. They got, they just saw some videos earlier from, um, from Jim Farley uh, that showing some being put onto rail cars. So they are shipping out now. 
they got the okay to buy and started shipping today, I believe. So some of you will be getting yours. I think we have like 10 that are built. So uh, that's awesome to hear. Um, they, it looks like they are scheduling this week for 24 Mustang. Uh, retail scheduling for, per, oh wait, hold on Sarah. Got to do something. We got to talk about this. All right. So before we get into that, uh, sorry to, to forget this, but here are some of the different things that we, when we talk about scheduling information and notes, here are some of the terms that we might, you might hear and be wondering what it means. So, um, you know, basically we're going to be talking about people that have orders in the order bank. The order bank is where dealers will place those stock or retail orders. A retail order is where a customer places the order, whereas a stock order is one that a dealership places if we don't have any retail orders to get scheduled to have inventory for our lot. Um, and then uh, we do have um, the priority codes. Uh, priority codes is a dealer gives priority codes to the orders. Now it can be anywhere from 03 to 19 um, for a retail order and 20 to 80 for a stock order. Uh, of course, lower the better. That's why a stock order will never be looked at before a retail order. So if, if we, a dealership has allocations and they have a retail order, that retail order is going to, going to be used on that out those allocations or for those the allocation will be used for those orders. Scheduling, which is what we're talking about now, is scheduling information is when a, when Ford schedules an order for production date in the future months. So when we talk about the, something is scheduling for a certain period, that's they're scheduling this week for orders to be built in that time period. Um, so, and then production, they'll be scheduled to either to the day or the week. Eventually you'll get a, at first will be a scheduled to the week and then scheduled to the day. Um, now allocations, which we mentioned just a second ago, is where Ford gives, Ford will give dealerships allocations to schedule their orders. Um, and the dealership needs an allocation to get an, an order scheduled. If they don't have any allocations, then an order can't be scheduled. Even if there's a retail order in there, Ford won't just give the dealership an allocation for that order because the dealership gets so many allocations based on their sales. Uh, and then constraints. We might talk about in here, here are some constraints or capacities. Constraints are, is maybe something that is an option that could is in short supply or might take longer to build. And a capacity is how many they plan to be able to produce, which can be because of either supply or other issues so that sometimes a trim uh, maybe a motors is, is it has a certain capacity and such and then job one and two um, for you know really if anything scheduling for 24 Mario those are all job ones uh, job two uh, about halfway through the year they the uh, Ford will shift over to job two so any major changes will be a second uh, production run of that so on the Ranger, we're seeing that with that motor, there's a 2.7 liter V6 that is available and will be available till job two. So once they're ready to do job two, that's when we'll see the production of those. And then balance out. Uh, some of these will say they're balanced out. That means an option or a model is balanced out. It means that they have done, they produce as many as they plan to produce for that model year of, of that option or that model. So, all right, forgot about that. Want to make sure I got that covered. <clears throat> all right. so. Um, for Mustang, Mustang is retail scheduling and it is, uh, they are scheduled production weeks uh, for the week of uh, October 2nd to October, the week of October 23rd. So as you can see, a lot of these are scheduling for October build dates. F-150 and Super Duty usually schedules a month in advance, just so you know that. 
um, does say retail only option is the 5.0 liter GT performance package. That's the G7J. Um, dealers aren't allowed to order that. Uh, they're not going to schedule any of those. So that's a retail only option. Exhausted availability is a 20 inch by 9 inch premium painted aluminum wheel. That's option 64M. So exhausted doesn't mean it won't be. It's just there might be one or two, but for the most part, they can't do any more right now for this week anyway. <clears throat> now, escape um escape is scheduling retail scheduling uh for this uh this week uh, they're scheduling for build dates uh, the weeks of october 2nd through november 6th and why did they roll over into november because they are trying to finish out scheduling for the escape production so that's what that's about when they're going to start rolling over the 24 model year so 23 broncos sport yes i said 23 uh, they are supposed to be scheduled for 24 this month but they're still trying to finish out 23 production. So they still have some slots open. So if a dealer has available allocations that are carried over and they have retail orders, they will try to schedule those. So they are scheduling for production weeks, the week of September 4th to October 9th. Uh, so I'm not sure when they're gonna shift that over to 24, but them and Maverick both are having the same kind of messages. Uh, limit availability for the all-terrain tire and also for the exhausted availability for the black diamond package which is even just starting to be produced and then also the 17 inch carbonized painted uh low gloss aluminum wheel i think that's the one on the big bend trim so uh anyway so there you go um so 24 edge um and does say dressing period for the stock which means they're trying to get some stock ones they don't probably have a lot of retail orders uh they're scheduling for production weeks weeks in october as well uh 23 bronco uh, they're scheduling for the weeks of September 18th through September 25th. So they're only about a month in advance still. Um, does say not to forget that you can't, uh, they're balanced out on base, um, Everglades, manual transmission, and Badlands with the optional wheel. Uh, means, again, balanced out means they're not going to schedule any of those. Also, Heritage and Heritage Limited is delayed production and scheduling. So you probably won't have any of those get scheduled. Um, exhausted availability is the shadow black paint on non-raptors so they were reserving those for raptors evidently and then 17 inch gray painted aluminum wheel that's standard on the big bend is also exhausted so probably won't see a lot of big bends unless you have a sasquatch big bend get scheduled uh, limit availability is on the hard top in all series so uh, again limited is so exhausted uh, exhausted is worse than limited limited is not too bad that means you're going to schedule some hard tops exhausted means worse and then if it says balanced out then it's no go at all so that that's the tier level i kind of feel like you know it's kind of like having a tornado watch and trying to warning <laughs> which one's worse uh so the exhausted is worse than the limited so let's <laughs> just so you know that um the 23 explorer uh we do have their scheduling for production weeks in october uh retail scheduling only it looks like um, and then don't forget the, um, the ones with 360 degree camera have to be, have to have that 360 degree camera removal option added to the order, as well as those that have the reverse brake assist as well, uh, that option added as a removal, uh, limit availability. Uh, oh wait, base 100A are retail only orders. Probably next year we won't see the base even be included. Like we're seeing on some of these other models. Um, ST line is exhausted availability. Which means you probably won't have any ST line scheduled. And then limit availability 
is the uh, XLT Sport Appearance Package and the ST High Performance Package. Those are limited available. So that might schedule a few, but uh, be pretty rare. 24 Expedition is not scheduled this week. Uh, and just for future weeks, don't forget Platinum will require the optional 22-inch wheel if you're looking for that. Now, 23 Maverick, uh, just like with the Bronco Sport, is cleanup scheduling. So they are trying to fill in those production weeks through um, September as well as into that first week in October, which is the um, balance out of the 23 model year. Limited availability for the 17-inch carbonized gray alloy wheel that is standard on XLT. So it looks like XLT is going to be uh, just a few of those scheduled, if any. Uh, exhaust availability on the protective uh, film for the hood and fender. And as well as the um, the two the two uh, the tire that's T7R the 225 65 R17 all season uh, tire that's available on the XL and XLT only. So it looks like to me probably be scheduling a lot of lariats to finish out the production for 23. Uh, 24 Ranger is not scheduling this week, um, and not to for, uh, don't forget those unscheduled FX4 orders. They need the running boards added to them. So don't forget to add that option uh, so they can be scheduled when they start scheduling again. Um, 23 Super Duty. So <laughs> the whole page here. 23 Super Duty, are they're trying to finish out scheduling here for 23 model year. Uh, so they are still scheduling. I thought they were done. It says scheduling product, they're scheduling for Kentucky truck plant for dates in September uh, to finish that out. And for Ohio, they're scheduling for dates into October. Uh, so the dates are September, weeks of September 18th through the weeks of October 23rd. Uh, 23 model year balance out scheduling is what they're saying. If a retail order doesn't preview this week, we no longer have the co commodities to support and it will likely be moved to a 24, need to be placed a 24 model year order. That is the same note we got last week. So... Anyway, it does say all King Ranch and Platinum orders were mass spec changed uh, to remove the multi or to add the multi removal option. Um, and then limit availability on the F450, 550, and Platinum. Exhaust availability unlimited in King Ranch. Um, there you go on that. Um, limit availability for the 20 inch bright machine and matte black low gloss painted aluminum wheel that is the 64u wheel also of course uh, we've mentioned this before the kb8 or kbk frame um, this option on the f350 two-wheel drive with the diesel engines and also 160 inch wheelbase dualies uh, that is limited as well as the sek frame which is the one that's optional on the f450 550 600 with the 73 diesel with the 169 inch wheelbase dually option and then also limit availability on the gooseneck dual hitch kit that's 15 e i take that off because that's something you can get from your dealer um but that's not the prep package that's the kit that's the gooseneck kit so um and then Exhausted availability are these options as follows. There's a bunch of them. So the 20-inch bright machine cast aluminum wheel, the caribou painted pockets, that's your King Ranch one. The uh, LK frame, which is optional on the F550-600 with the 6.7 or the 7.3 engines and 145-inch dually wheelbase um, without the payload package, it says. And then also the HBK frame, 
which is optional on the F-350. Um, Two-wheel drives with the 7.3 diesel engine and the 169-inch wheelbase. And then the GBK frame, which is optional on the F-350 two-wheel drive with the 7.3 diesel engine and the 145-inch dual rear wheel or single. Um, and then also exhaust availability on the 205-inch wheelbase that is optional, which is optional on the, the XL, XLT, 450, 550, 600 chassis cabs. Um, and then also two-wheel drive Dana axle that is optional on the F450, 550, 600 with the dually and 4x4 pickup or the two-wheel drive chassis. So we're seeing some a lot of those ones that would be work trucks or cabin chassis and such that are, are, are struggling here with the different axles they have available. Also heavy-duty alternator. Oh, wait, before I get to that, the Dana axle, the Dana axle, uh, try to combine those words, M315 rear, that's optional on the F350, 450, and 600 duallys with the 6.7 uh, diesel. Also, heavy-duty alternator that's standard on the XL gas. Um, and the 203-inch wheelbase fuel tank with the low-sulfur uh, diesel fuel. That's option 98L is also exhausted. And the fifth-wheel hitch kit, kind of like the dual kit. You might want to think about doing the same thing. Trimmer off-road package. That's 17Y that requires four-wheel drive and the diesel or the, the 7.3 is also exhausted. Star white metallic tricoat. So I would switch from that color if possible. Baja interior, which I think is optional on the XLT and Lariat maybe. Um, that one. And then the Lariat Ultimate Package too. So we're struggling with old Lariats as well. And then balanced out altogether is the stone gray, azure gray. And for this week, the four-corner strobe light system is also balanced out. So... There you go. Give me a second. Let's <laughs> drink. All right. F-150-23. They are scheduling for build weeks for the week of September 4th or September 11th. Um, and not too many constraints there. They just said heated steering wheel availability is returning. It's been a note for the last three weeks. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. That's just a note about that on those stock orders being put back. F The 2023 F-150 Lightning is going to start scheduling back again. They're scheduling for the week of September 4th or September 11th. Um, we're going to see start seeing a lot of these uh, these Lightnings get scheduled here the rest of this year. So they are ramping up production big time. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but they're really ramping up. Um, 23 model year Mach-E retail scheduling this week for build dates in October. Um, 23 Transit Connect van, uh, scheduling for build weeks in October as well. Uh, orders are needed from dealers with remaining Transit Connect van commodity allocations. So if you have allocations but no orders, they need your orders. So they need to fulfill those allocations. Um, this says no scheduling constraints on that one or on the wagon. And wagons scheduling for the same periods as well. So 23 model year transit. For their scheduling for production weeks in October, the weeks of October 2nd and the week of October 9th. Um, so it says this week only scheduling um, the e transit and VSO orders. I don't know what a VSO is, vehicle special. I don't know. Anyway, um, and as a recommendation, we encourage our dealers to change the 360 degree camera into the high resolution camera. So they say to change option 61D to option 61E. 
because they evidently are struggling with that one. Limit availability on the power sliding door, option 65C. The trail package, option 47N. Heavy-duty cargo flooring, option 60B. The 10-way power uh, driver and passenger's ebony leather seat, that's option 21S. And also the vented wheel arch moldings, option 15C, as well as the motor 99G, the 3.5 EcoBoost GT, GTDI engine. Um, exhausted availability on a 363 camera, which is now why you see why they want you to switch it to the 61E. They are balanced out on the depopulated key option, 19Y, as well as the power running boards, uh, 68L, the side barn doors, 59A, all crew van body codes, as well as Transit 350 heavy-duty dually, cutaway chassis cabs, and cargo vans. And not available for stock orders at all is that EcoBoost engine that they're uh, struggling with that's limited, as well as the 363 camera and the high-resolution camera and so for those ICE orders. So anyway, all right. So, Sarah, that is all of that. I'm going to mute you now. All right. We have any questions at all on that because I have not been looking at the comments. Have you had me on mute? Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't talking anyways, but okay. No. <laughs> so it might have sounded kind of weird to people. So uh, anyway. So. All right. Let's see. Based on 24 Bronco changes, how does the no cloth interior affect the heritage? And no cloth doesn't affect the heritage. So that is the only one that will get cloth. So, yes. All right. But we don't have order guides yet to no. 100%, but we do know vinyl seats are going to be pretty much across the board, so, except yeah. for the heritage. So someone asked why has Ford not released the 24 Bronco order guide yet? We don't know. Um, um, it was supposed to be released on the 14th. Yeah, they're punching it in. From what I understand, the team is development team is sending it over. I think, I don't know if they have to hand type all that in. Um, I don't know, but um, yeah. Yep. Like, well, um, you knew this date was coming. <laughs> so part of this was also, will the 24 Bronco order being still open tomorrow or will it be pushed back? I was told, yes, they will still open the 16th. Keep in mind, it'll probably be at the end of the day, like most of the other malls. All right. So most of them, when they say they open up, uh, mo uh, most of the time, it's usually it's it's at the end of the business day. Mm -hmm. So just so you know that, be aware of that. So, okay. All right. So this question is: Are dealers reached out to directly for each manual dark horse scheduling instead of previewing and scheduling automatically like GT and Eco? Okay. Yes. So dark horse um, dealers will be they'll be told that they're going to have an allocation for that. In fact. Now it's going to be new, um, not really anything that needs to be disclosed to the public. But when we have scheduling allocations, uh, we have a spreadsheet it's called e-commitment that actually shows how many allocations you have. And if you would like to request more, you can. Um, or sometimes in case we've had some situations where we earned a lot more allocations, but we didn't need any because we're over already overstocked. You know, Bronco Sports, one of those where, you know, we're not selling a Bronco Sports that that great i mean we we are but uh not the, the number that we've earned so sometimes we actually will show hey you know what i know we earned nine allocations but we already have eight in stock we only want to take like four of them right and so you can do that a lot of times we'll i mean very rarely we'll do that we'll always ask for more 
But uh, at the bottom of that, now they're going to start putting in uh, for the 24 model year, those specialty ones like Dark Horse, like the Ranger Raptor will start being shown. So the dealer will know at the beginning of the month if they're going to get scheduled for a Dark Horse. But then once that happens, then you're you get to pick that you pick the order that you want scheduled from what I understand. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think if a dealership, the probably the easiest thing for them to do is that will always schedule the one that's in there with the highest priority. So what dealers should do is if they have like more than one dark horse is put one as a priority 10, one is an 11, one is 12 and say, this one was first, this one was second, that one was third. Uh, and so that they schedule them in that order. Um, so I don't know if they're still going to manually do that. They want to try to make it more automatic like they do with the other, other ones. Um, but that they're still they're starting to roll that out for 24 mile years. So they said Bronco Raptor and F-150 Raptor will be done the same way. We'll be able to see that. So that'll be something we can learn and figure out here in the next in the near future. So, do we have a cutoff date to order 23 F-150s? No, it'll probably be like the the uh, um, Bronco were like a week before you couldn't you had they stopped scheduling. So most model years that's the way it it, it works. They usually go. And they cut it off like a week before they start scheduling for the next one or the order bank start opening up. So um, anyway, because they do overlap because they got to keep the scheduling going. So they'll overlap a little bit, mm-hmm. the models. So more than likely they won't F-150 because they build so many and they can build so many. We probably won't see that order bank close. Yeah. All right. Will spray and bedliner increase my EcoBoost wait time? No. So we have been told and I have really good knowledge on this, that the reason why they can include the sprain liner and the uh, lariat trim and the drop-in bed liner and the XLT trim is because they have production levels and they have the the, the people, the workers to be able to to take care of those. Because sprain liner is all about time. And if they don't have a lot of, you know, before like a 22 model year, they thought they could handle that production and then the plant could not handle it. But they fixed that during the 23 model year. So 24 launch, you're going to not see that as a problem. So that's why, because I, I I asked that same question to the brand team and um, they said not, it's not going to be a problem. So, uh, right. yeah. Back How today, uh, yesterday I was able to talk to one of the members from the brand team that's uh, the brand manager for Ranger and Maverick along with the, the main Maverick uh, brand manager. And uh, so, yeah. So All right. Production is up and running. Do we know how many unscheduled Mavericks are still in the order banks? Um, I think I did see that. It was like 20,000 or 21 still. Um, but I don't know if you've seen, though, that like last month, they produced over 10,000. But right. keep in mind, those weren't all U.S. builds. So they are building for Canada as well as South America, I think Brazil. Maybe not South America, but for Brazil. So they aren't, you know, all... 10,000 are not going just to the U.S. They're being built to other market areas, there are other markets as well. So, um, but, so. All right. Um, I got that one. Um, would this be a good time for when, uh, is the Lightning Pro window closed? Tomorrow is the Tomorrow. deadline. Okay. And right now dealers are not able to put in a retail order. Uh, so if you do want a pro, you need to do it online. So, okay. yep. Dealers can do a stock one. All right. But for us, we probably won't order a stock pro version because in our mind for four grand, you're getting a lot on the XLT trim. 
that would probably be more likely to. We're going to be ordering XLTs. We'll talk about Lightnings here in just a little bit, but we're going to probably see production numbers to where you're going to see Lightnings on the other lots. So. All right. Now that Ford has dropped base Bronco, is it possible to order a base Bronco grill? I want to change my Big Ben grill. So, yes, because uh, I did that. Um, basically, the Badlands and the base shared a grill. The difference was the color of the letters. Um, so because there's going to be some base model ones out there getting on wrecks and needing grills replaced, you still should be able to get parts. So check with your dealership's part depart parts department, and they should be able to get you that grill. Right. So you, you they they may try to look up your VIN, but if you just tell them, I want this the, the grill, and you can actually look it on Bronco 6G, and you can get the actual grill like part number for that, because I think now they're actually putting the letters in with the grill. So, uh, whereas okay. when I got mine, the letters I had to get separate from the grill. Uh, but yeah, and they're easy to swap out. I did a video on that. All right. Okay. Uh, hi, I ordered a F-350 Super Duty Limited back in October 27 of 22. Paperwork said job one at level 19. Do you think it will be built? Okay, level 19 is your priority. Um, and job one is... Okay, for one, they weren't doing limiteds on job one last year in 2023 model year. So um, at this point in time, if it hasn't been scheduled, oops, if it hasn't been scheduled, you'll make sure you put in a 24 model year order uh, because, you know, they, they know that they're struggling. We'll talk about that as well later. But. All right. Regarding the F-150, when ordering a 360 camera, are they still force removing the bed view camera i think so i might have to look that one up but i believe that is uh, they have removed that camera which is kind of a bummer because i like that i, mean, uh, I guess i don't All have right. a lightning anymore but <laughs> so do we know when 24 maverick scheduling starts well it's supposed to start this month uh we actually showed that we had 22 allocations for this uh for the start of scheduling uh, for 24 which we knew it would just be a two month uh two weeks run um and now ours is showing zero okay it's not even showing 24 at all so i'm not sure i know that they're um i think they're able they're, they're building more than they they thought they would be able to uh, because adding that third shift that they're they're building more because so because of that i think they're still trying to finish out because they're still be able to yeah. fit in more orders in 23 so the more 23s they, they build the less carryovers they have and just the better uh, also less mm -hmm. a lower number of private offers <laughs> right yes. the board. So. so eric is saying my 24 maverick hybrid order is a priority two already my 23 ecoboost will have a younger sibling so ford has taken all orders that are a 23 that rolling over to a 24 they are all getting a priority two no matter okay. what so, so dealers have no control over that it's ford handling that so let's let's actually talk about how this the logistics on this so technically what's happening is if you have a 23 unscheduled order hopefully your dealership's already put that 24 model year order in and it and for eric they have um and so it's technically they're putting in a new order that 23 order doesn't i mean we like to care call it a carryover order but what Ford's saying is they need to see that 23 order so they know that 24 is a care mm -hmm. is something that needs to be carried over and prioritized. And yes, Ford is giving it priority 02. 
And that happens once the dealership does a COVP approval on it. We still have some that don't have an O2, but are carryover orders because the COVP is still pending. Yeah. Um, and so it has not been approved and yet. Once it's approved, it yeah. should get the O2 priority as well. So while you've been gone, we got ours moved over to a priority two over the weekend. So on Monday, some salesmen went to go make changes. Well, they're a priority two mm-hmm. because they, the customer didn't check it over when they did COVP or they haven't completed COVP and these people, the uh, people are wanting to make changes. Okay. So next week is the part of the topic. We'll talk about how to make changes to those O2s. Okay. And for those people, because I know it's going to be a hot topic, so that'll be, uh, remind me, <laughs> next week, Next week, the yeah. topic will be how do you make changes on those care um, that are priority two. Um, but so. I know that one of our salesmen brought some orders to me that he had changed that were a priority two. Mm-hmm. They moved them out of the priority two. He made the changes. He didn't have COVP on some of those. So they got moved over to a two without COVP. Okay, so... Maybe, I don't know, because I was told until it got COVP approved, then it wasn't going to get the O2, but that's okay. good that it had, because I know that some of ours did not. Right. But now so we're running into the problem that those people that are now just now getting their COVP in need mm-hmm. to make changes because they didn't confirm that until this week. I'm like, see, this is why we needed to have COVP done last week. This is why we were requesting that because now we need to make changes. It's a priority too. And it's harder to make these changes. So and it, and it does take a while for us. I mean, like we talked to the brand manager, we put in 400 orders. Each yeah. of the sales guys have 20 to 30. It takes a while to call 30 customers, yes. get everything okay, then get those changes, then send over mm-hmm. the paperwork, get it back from them, then print those, get them over. And then also you have a person that has to input those. And we have one person that inputs all of them. So it is time consuming. So that's why it's for some of us, they're like, why, why have you gotten that done for me? Again, 400 orders, it takes a dealership like yeah. us a little longer to put those in. That's why there's not a deadline yet. Yes. Uh, but it is interesting that they got O2s because on Saturday when I was there, they had they not all of those were O2s. So evidently that happened on Monday, So, uh, which is good. So, And I know we had some that were inputted on yeah. that day. I so have the lists. person that inputs them is actually here at in Vegas. So oh. they're not getting done the next, oh. uh, these last couple of days. So. Um, well, and I can tell you that I have a list already started of changes to be that have been made and we have to move them back to a two. So yes. And that again, we'll talk about, we'll talk about more that next week, what needs to happen, but there's an easy process. Um, but it does mean emailing a Ford rep to get that moved back down to yeah. two. But yeah, well, again, we'll talk about the process on that next week as a topic um, so that they know what to do. I've actually talked about it in the past before because in 2022 model year, there's a lot of people that got O2s because they did things differently in O2 than they did in 23 or in 22 than they did in 23. And uh, so we actually went through that uh, a while back, but you'd have to probably dig through our video archive to find it. Uh, but so we'll, we'll cover it again next week. All right. Yeah. All right. That was all I had. We can move on. Move on to dealer news. All right. Move on. Where's that at down here? All right. Let's move on. All right. So, oh, you know what? I didn't have your, <laughs> you were asking the questions and I didn't have you on the camera. No, you didn't. Right. It's okay. They can just All hear right. my voice this week. No, you just, just click on the second one. Anytime <laughs> you start speaking. 
All right. Okay. So we're going to get into some dealing news updates. Uh, one of them is a 24 escape order bank um, information. And we kind of talked about this, I think, last week. But this was an official to dealers that on the escape, the order bank will be opening August 24th. So those of you who want to put an order in for a 24 uh, escape, that's when the order banks will open up. Also, that same day is when the order guide will be available, as well as the build and price. So a lot of these building prices are, are there for just getting them up and running on uh, the day that the order banks open, which is great. Um, and by the way, the Bronco will be opening up the order. The building price should be available uh, tomorrow, really. So maybe the building price will be available before we get the order guide. <laughs> Who knows? Um, anyway, um, and then on another note, um, we have... There's a note here on the F-150 Power Boost uh, is getting a discount. So the 2023 F-150 Power Boost, that is your hybrid, full hybrid version of the F-150, is getting a package discount of $1,900 now. So it's a discount package that's available on those. So uh, as of today, um, effective starting today, they are going to be re-invoicing all the F-150s stock as well as retails, I believe, to get that extra $1,900 package discount. It'll be uh, price level uh, 370, uh, which is really great. The only ones that won't be affected by this are ones that are uh, being dealer traded from one dealer to the next. So, um, but otherwise, and any of the any of the vehicles that went into the factory courtesy transportation program would not get this either, because according to Ford, those were sold vehicles. But um, and then the Lightning Pro update. Uh, which we just talked about just a second ago. Um, see if I can find that. That'd be down under the Model E section down here. Um, so tomorrow is supposed to be the deadline for a pro version. And like I said, um, dealers aren't allowed to put a retail uh, order in uh, themselves into the order bank. Um, they The customer is going to have to go online to do that. So, um, so that it's still open. Uh, it does say the dealers can put in a stock one but they're not able to do a retail. So, um, yeah, because dealers are going to start earning allocations for these, and including us, because um, we're one of the top uh, lightning dealers in the state of Kansas. We're actually number one in the state of Kansas. Um, so we're probably going to be earning some of those allocations, uh, not have retail orders for them. So uh, you're going to probably be having some of those on our lot. So um, before the end of the year. Also couple other things there's a update an article that came out in fact i heard about it at the while we were here that um, ford hired in from apple peter stern so peter peter stern worked over with apple and he worked on the apple tv he over he oversaw the apple tv plus the icloud apple news plus apple books Apple Arcade, Apple One, and Apple Fitness Plus. He oversaw those. So he he came over probably because Doug Fields came over from Apple as well. And so um, we're going to talk about that as part of our things that uh, dealers should be excited about here in just a little bit. But bringing him over, um, he's uh, that's going to be a big push for Ford for uh, software integration and such and uh, doing some things to these vehicles. These, these vehicles are vessels for software and how the software can work with the vehicle to make a good driving experience and such. So we're gonna talk, we'll talk a little bit about that and Ford's goal on that. Uh, also, uh, and I actually linked, I think I linked that article. Oh, I guess I did not on that, 
not that article, some other ones here. I'll talk about those later. Also, um, Ford also released, the media center released uh, information on the Ford Blue Cruise, expanding the flexibility with the complimentary trial uh, with monthly or annual offers for hands-free driving technology. So we actually kind of knew this. We've talked about this, but uh, it says that they're trying to build on 225,000 Ford Blue Cruise equipped vehicles on the road today globally. Um, and uh, they want to they want to push that further. And again, that's something else we'll talk about later that we uh, learned uh, this week and that we're going to start seeing more vehicles with Blue Cruise than just your EVs. Uh, is available on your upper trim level F-150s and your Platinum um, um, Expeditions right now, but we're going to see that roll out to other vehicles in the future. So um, yeah, Blue Cruise is pretty awesome. Um, and then, uh, but do, are people willing to pay for it? That's going to be the question at this point. But all right, so that's all my dealer news, I think. Oops, I lost something. Here it is. So that's uh, all my dealer news. Nope, I think you clicked the mute the same time I did. I didn't do anything. There we go. All right. So, um, yeah, so that's all the daily news that I have. Is anybody and have any questions about any of that stuff? I haven't seen any questions any on questions this topic. On, on most of those. Okay. And then I got a few recalls, just two. Which is okay. Talk about. <laughs> see, a lot of things that go hand in hand with scheduling and some of the stuff that, that uh, Ford disclosed and some of the stuff that I can share uh, at the dealer meeting uh, that I think is positive stuff. And Ford doesn't mind if I talk about positive stuff. So, all right, let's get into recalls then. Here's my recall thing right down here. All right, so for recalls, I have two recalls um, to cover. Um, let's see here. Yes, so recall uh, 23E02. Um, so pull this one up here. Um, all right. So, all right. All right. So this recall here is on an emission recall. Um, e is for emission. So 23E02. Um, and that's on 20, certain 22 super duties with a 6.7 liter engine. Um, the particulate matter sensor installation. So uh, this is a one-time replacement and um, it affects about 33,555 super duties uh, built in 2022 calendar year. Uh, so depending on the plant, uh, it's different dates in there. Um, the affected vehicles uh, did not have the particulate matter uh, or the PM sensor installed from the assembly plant due to a uh, uh, component supply shortage. Now that that uh, now that PM sensors are available, customers will be mailed letters to return to the dealership to have the PM sensor installed, uh, free of charge, of course. Uh, separately, the powertrain calibration on the vehicle may not properly indicate the results of routine emission uh, emission sensor self diagnostic uh, that occur while the vehicle is turned off and is missing a preheat function on the nitrogen oxide sensor, which under certain conditions may lead to, a ther to thermal shock and sudden failure of the NO, the nitrogen oxide sensor. 
The updated calibration addresses the diagnostic issue. The sensor preheat can, uh, functions and supports the installation of the PM sensor. So uh, again, because of supply issues, this wasn't in there. So now if you have this, um, then you'll have that. So let's see here. I think that those letters are going out the week of August 28th. So coming up in a little bit, but I think since they are available now, if you know you have it and you know that you're getting it, then you can go onto your dealership and they can go ahead and take care of that for you. So, and in some situations, they might be able to come to you. So, um, so remote service. Um, let's see here. The other recall is N22 or 22N05. This is a supplement. This is an update to um, the recall that's, uh, that came out earlier. This is on 22 model year Super Duty 6.7 liter diesels. It's a one-time replacement of the diesel particular uh, filter assembly failures. Hold on a second. Is this different? Um, so this is an update. Basically, they um, this is actually part of that other recall. We just talked about 22E02. So this is the other one is replacing that uh, PM. But with this, this is the other part of that where we talked about taking care of the repairs of the other things that might go wrong with that. So this is just a, they have to work these together as part of that. So they did update um, some, some of the dates. Uh, so that's an update that they put in there and um, added a further for service on the service side. It doesn't really matter for customers. It gives them a uh, reference recall number so that they can get paid on that by Ford. So. Anyway, so there you go. So less recalls as you can see there, um, which is a good thing. Uh, not seeing near as many uh, recalls there. So okay, uh, and I do have questions on recalls. Okay. So first off, we received a service engine soon light uh, air leak and engine detected. We parked in the garage since eight eight. We'll see dealer eight eighteen. Did anyone else get this message? Um, I haven't heard of anyone else getting that message. You might check on Maverick Truck Club, but I haven't seen anything on there either. I don't know if that's a recall. No. Well, he's probably wondering if there has been a recall made out for it. Could be a TSB, though, on it. Sometimes yeah. they'll have a TSB if there's not a major issue. Um, hmm. Well, and he just got his. He's one yeah, that he drove just, it home. Yeah, he just got his. So, um, Is there a known problem with Bluetooth? connection do we have any tsbs on those no, no. i don't think so i didn't Shit. think so either sometimes i mean some of these things are just finicky enough that you just have to you know disconnect and try or you know like uh, yeah. take that remove it and try to just add it uh i know i know even you know your mom has issues with hers connecting um in her vehicle sometimes and uh, hers has the sync four system so yeah. All right. Keep us updated, though, on that, Gino. We'd love to know. So. Yes. Love to know if more people are having yep. that problem. Yeah. And hopefully we see less recalls. Ford has a plan so that we see less recalls. Do we pay? Do people pay sales tax on the dealer fees? Um, sales tax on dealer fees. Because that's part of their purchase price, right? Not. Yes. It, it would be like out of state. Yeah. Or I guess. In, yeah. Cause 
So a dealer fee gets added to the bulk price. So you're paying one full price for everything. It's not separated. Well, here, here's MSRP. You take you pay tax on that dealer fee. You don't. Everything's put into one bulk price, and then you pay yeah. taxes on that bulk. And then price. the trade would come out of that typically, and you yeah. you would pay you'd pay for, if if there's a trade involved, then you would pay the mm -hmm. difference in sales tax on what that right. is after the dealer fee. All right, that was yeah. all I had. Okay. All right. All right. On to the next topic. I'm going to remove that. Okay. So, is it true? I want to thank RagnarCon for this one. He sent this to me. Um, and it's an article from Reddit. And I don't know if I actually, I forgot to put the link in there. But um, so on Reddit, it does say this is for the Maverick truck. Um, it says uh, 2024 demand warning question mark uh, or waning it says not warning uh, it says general question for everyone i pre-ordered a few weeks ago um for a 2024 they should have just ordered they should there should be a pre-order uh, it would appear that demand has plummeted from the prior year from what i can see from what i see the order banks are still open nothing close to three days like 2022 um, Will the full a full calendar year month in five days? Um, is the belief that MSRP will drop for those for these trucks in a year? I'm guessing the price at build completion might be negotiable if the market commands lower prices. For what it's worth, uh, my dealer said he didn't need a deposit, and if you don't want it, want it, we'll sell it. Uh, sure that may be true but if you would turn around and sell it for less wouldn't you just negotiate with the person who reserved the build in the first place so um so on this here so this is a good discussion because this is a little bit of a myth a lot of people are thinking because order banks aren't closed yet that means the demand is down and that's not true uh, because what's really happening is is that ford has no intention to close the order banks like they did last year they told us so because dealerships know their estimate number just like with us order banks aren't closed but yet we're not taking orders because we already have our allocation spoken for by orders that we've already taken a lot of dealers are in that same situation so there's no need for them to close the order bank because dealers did what they did on the bronco and they stopped taking orders and saying yes the order banks are open but we can't take any more orders because we we would hate for yours not to get scheduled. The best case scenario is for you to find a dealership that has an allocation available. And that's what we're probably seeing more than anything and why the order banks haven't closed is because dealerships are managing their allocations with their orders better. Um, so that's, that's what we're seeing. Um, are we seeing less demand? No. Still, people are wanting these vehicles. And what we're probably seeing, too, is, is that there's been enough vehicles out there that aren't taking. I don't know if you did see my thumbnail. Three of those Mavericks lined up. We have three Tremors in stock right now where customers didn't take theirs. Those Tremors are available to purchase. I think we only have them marked up $1,000 over MSRP. And we will negotiate on those prices, by the way, because those have to go in the next five days because we have to be at zero come the 20th. 
uh, for inventory on those Mavericks. So we, uh, and we do things a little differently than most other dealerships. We believe in a turn and earn. So we want to be at zero on the 20th so that we earn more allocations next month. And that's the way we believe not all dealerships will do the same thing. So they may not be willing to negotiate on that. Uh, but there you go. So that is something to, you know, take note of and think about um, and what and how, and what's going on there. I don't think the demand's any less. I think people are finding vehicles out there at dealers and they may be, especially on the EcoBoost, are more willing to negotiate on that price on those vehicles. Um, we still get a hybrid in and we sell it like that. We don't keep it. Uh, we still we don't market up that much anymore but they're going so fast. But the EcoBoost are the ones that we're struggling to, to sell um, because people want the hybrid, right? Uh, that's that's the big thing there. So that's kind of what we're seeing uh, right there. So, well, Sarah, I got you back on there. Um, anything, uh, oh wait, they're still muted. This thing is finicky. Can't unmute your guests because they chose to mute themselves. <laughs> all right um so um yeah so that's kind of what's happening I, still you got to remember the maverick is still the cheapest little truck on the market so i don't think because they got a 1400 price increase or in some cases three grand i mean it's still you know one of the cheaper vehicles out there yeah i mean you got to look at it we just still buy an escape or if if things were all if things were equal and the prices were the same, would you rather have an Escape or would you rather have a Maverick? Because I mean, when you look at it and compare it, comparatively, the Maverick's still cheaper than an Escape. If you look at an Active, which really they're going to an ST more than anything, we're going to see it eventually to where the Active is only going to be available for, uh, in fact, in twenty four, uh, the Escape Active you can only you only be able to get as a retail order, um, but an Active Escape is over thirty grand. Would you rather have that or would you rather have an, uh, a Maverick? And a lot of people would choose a Maverick over that. Um, so when you're looking at it that way, um, but also look at the Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is more expensive than a Maverick. So, um, and that's the only competition. So I don't think that it's because of price. I don't think we've seen a less uh, lowering in demand. I guess we'll see once they start scheduling uh, 24, they'll actually put in, uh, they might, hopefully they will tell us how many unscheduled orders they have. And if we see 77, because last year it was 77,000 or 80,000, I think, um, orders were on U.S. orders were in the order bank uh, at the launch of last year. So if we're seeing 80, 90, then we know. Also, you got to remember production levels are different now. They're produced, they're, they're able to make 10,000 um, Mavericks right now a month versus the 7,500 that they were doing before they ramped up production. So they're producing that much more vehicles than I have in good authority that they're probably gonna build about eight, over 8,000 more units um, than expected at the end of this, by the end of this year. So, so that's gonna be okay. good. Bronco Sports also being ramped up. So that third shift at Aramiseo has made a difference and we're gonna see that difference in the production numbers. So we're gonna start seeing more of those being built. So again, they said by the end of this year, they're not gonna have that carryover from one mile year to the next. And yeah. uh, I probably will believe that. So, and then we'll start seeing my lots, hopefully. And then we'll start seeing my MSRP instead of being marked up, so. All right, uh, probably not many questions about that. Nope, not specifically. Okay, well then let's get to this. 
All right. So uh, we're going to talk about the why dealers should be excited, why four dealers should be excited right now. Um, so there are some, you know, coming to the dealer news, one of the whole, like, one of the goals of, of bringing dealers in for Ford to talk to is for one, to get that, to, to be more transparent with them of what needs to happen, um, what they've done differently. And since the year before of what they promised to dealers, that kind of stuff. Um, and it was, it was enlightening. So it's the first one I've attended. Um, I did ask, uh, those that have attended multiple years, um, you know, if this is a typical of what they typically, uh, what they do. Um, and you know, Ford, um, is really investing in dealers um, for my original intent of this topic was going to be Ford dealers aren't going anywhere. Uh, they're not going away. Um, in fact, I would say Ford has almost doubled down. Uh, you know, what you, when, you're, when you're gambling, you double down, right? I feel like that's what they're doing right now with uh, Ford dealers. So they're, the whole goal behind this week was growth mode is what they're calling it. This is their time to grow, to grow their market share, uh, grow their production, grow the sales, and and dominate uh, the other brands and and whatever their their uh, their model is right and what their their competition is for that particular model. So at the launch of the dealer meeting, it was really uh, really cool. Was they had two dealers that shared their story with their heritage and their legacy. Um, you know, one was out of California. Uh, they're one of the top dealers in the country and talked about their, uh, I think his grandfather had passed away that had started the business and, and how he grew up going to dealer meetings as a 10 year old, as a kid. And, um, you know, and he just grew up in the car business because his, his family did. Uh, and then they kind of, it was in a, in a sense, it was like those that had gone on that had passed on within the last year. Another one was out of Michigan, um, shared their dealership story. Uh, in the same similar situation where they're, they're a sibling uh, or a, I mean, I'm sorry, a, a another generation that's taking over the automotive. And you'll see this, a lot of these dealerships are family owned and run dealers that are taking those on. And Ford has seen these, they celebrated dealerships that had been dealers for over a hundred years. They showed one that has been a dealer for 120 years. Um, they sh they're celebrating dealerships. They hit their 75 year mark as well. Uh, that they've been a dealer and such and uh so they they valued the dealers they were working with them so i, I did see that and was encouraged by that and uh so that that was that was something that i take i took note of the first night um and also to kind of show this we've talked actually in the live stream probably about a year ago where uh, or earlier this year where ford took away the field reps those are our dealer reps that we could talk to that came into the dealership they went through the wholesale notes with us. They went to our, our commitment for this month for production and such. And they actually uh, took the, a lot of those four reps away. As of October 1st, they're going to be back. So they are bringing those back to the dealerships. So Ford rep, field reps is what they call them, are going to be back in October, which also tells me that the dealerships mean something. So dealerships you know, told them hey this is important to us and this this makes it hard now we have this one person that's at a computer a halfway across the country that's that we're working with nothing against our sales and inventory specialists that they work their butts off i could tell you that um and they're constantly working and and they're dealing and juggling so many dealers uh they do a great job but they need help 
And so, um, yes, yeah, so that's, it's really encouraging to see that coming back. Um, also, um, Ford is also still, they're going to be investing in the ICE vehicles. So hybrids, as well as your gas powered vehicles, they're not going anywhere. So that was another thing that they made a very big note. We did actually see this in the news not that long ago. Jim Farley at the beginning of this month mentioned that as well. There's a reason why they divided uh, Ford and they're not going totally EV. And they made the Model E and the Ford Blue is because Ford Blue can concentrate. And because they have these divided like this, they can concentrate better on those ICE vehicles. And so they are investing uh, billions of dollars on the advancement of their and production of their ice vehicles so um gotta see some some vehicles this week and uh we might talk a little bit about some things that i saw because um some of it's already been disclosed to the public so we'll share maybe where uh ford authorities helped us find some spy photos of some of these uh so that i can share what i can but um also um you know they're investing heavily in software development and such uh, we talked about this with um doug fields and Peter Stern being hired in. And so right now, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of like the sync technologies and the chips and such, those are actually outsourced. So when they have an issue with a screen, uh, in fact, this is what held up some of the production for like the Escape, as well as even the Mustang, I think, and why it was delayed was because that's not all in-house right now. So, but they want to bring it in-house. They want to do everything through Ford so they don't have to try to find a vendor and go, hey, this isn't working. And then by the time they get to it and they fix it, I mean, you guys saw what happened with the Lightning. It was down six weeks because of bad batteries. I think I got a bad connection here. Um, and because of that, um, of that production, or because of that, they had to reach out to the battery, they had to totally fix it, find out what was the problem then fix it and then start producing before we can start building vehicles right and they don't want that to be a problem so that is that's one step they're trying to do is bring that stuff in-house and so that they can uh which is exciting because that means i've always said this whenever i see ford take over something or try to do it themselves it always is better for production uh we see it really help out um also um probably by 2025 i think every model will get sync four um they're going to simplify the different setups. They're going to go to like three different software systems um, and screen systems to make to try to simplify things. Right now, there's like I think they said eleven, eight or eleven, and they're going to take that down to three uh, in the near future. So that's kind of the goal there. So also they mentioned quality. So this is a big one when it came. I talked earlier about recalls. So um, recalls, uh, they they know there's recalls going on. Um, and so they're really trying to make quality is a, a big focus to the ice division um, and to the blue Ford blue. And they really talked about it quite a bit and that you'll notice that like Super Duty, especially those luxury trims, King Ranch, Platinum Eliminates. The reason it took so long to get those out was they wanted to get them right. This is the biggest thing is we hate for you us to deliver these vehicles to the dealers and then have all these recalls. And then they have to come back to fix them. That's not the experience that they want the customers to have. They want them to take delivery of a vehicle that's not going to have an issue, not going to have a quality issue, which is why we see why we saw the Super Duty as well as the Escape and now the Mustang be delayed a little bit. They said they'd rather have it delayed a little bit than to have a lot of recalls. So that's I think that's encouraging 
Yeah, they did say, you know, we know you as dealerships, you guys have to take the blunt of all those complaints of what, where's my vehicle at? Why is it taking so long for me to get it and everything? Um, but they said, just please bear with us. We're wanting to try to make sure the quality is right before we send those vehicles out. So uh, anyway, very encouraging uh, about that. Um, you know, um, trying to look at my notes and make sure I got everything. But uh, so they are heavily investing in the dealers. You know, a lot of people is like, why don't they just go like since we're doing, you know, electric vehicles, they're not going all in on electric. They're still going to demote, devote a lot of attention. I mean, I think there's an article and I have it uh, referenced here from Ford Authority uh, where they kind of referenced um, Jim Farley, quoted him. I'll read his quote from Ford Authority, which I have linked in the description. So citing my source here, learned that in high school, <laughs> says we have the flexibility to offer customers choice of ICE hybrid and full electric uh, in the years to come. Uh, Ford uh, Farley said, our hybrid offerings are extremely popular. F-150, the best-selling vehicle in the U.S. for 46 years, 10% of all F-150s and 56% of all Mavericks sold in the U.S. are sold as hybrids. We are adding hybrid options across our ICE lineup. So we're talking Bronco probably getting it. Uh, probably see it roll out to the Expedition. Uh, Explorer already has it. Maverick has it. Probably see even see it in a Ranger. Um, they did not disclose any of that to me in this week. They didn't talk about any hybrid versions coming out, in case you're wondering. Uh, that's just that's what I think is going to happen. Because uh, they said at one point that they will make sure that there's going to be a hybrid in every variation uh, available on, or on every model. So probably in the near future, we're going to see a hybrid on a lot of vehicles. So... Uh, which is uh, pretty cool there. So and now I'll see if I can do this the best I can, because I can't describe what any products that I saw, uh, but I can tell you a couple vehicles that we did see that have already been revealed. So, um, and that is they had the 24 Ranger Raptor there to show dealers. Uh, I'd already seen one at Carlisle. Uh, they've been revealed, they've been out in the press. Um, those are out. Um, that was a real big news to me because I'd seen those. Um, they also did reveal, uh, show dealers, I should say, the 24 F-150 that is going to be revealed in Detroit. So we should see that soon. Um, let's see, I do have this here to show. Wait, let me add this. There you go. So here are some from Ford Authority. They're uh, always finding spy photos. And here's an unmasked uh, 2024 F-150. Uh, so I can't say yes or no whether or not that's what it's going to look like. Um, but... Uh, I do, I will say, I, will, I, I like the LED lights much better um, on the one you're seeing in the image here, um, right there. So that's pretty cool. Um, so anyway, also they had the 24 Explorer, which also is going to be revealing real soon. Here's one that Ford Authority found driving around in Michigan. Um, so, uh, you know, pretty cool. So we did get to see that there as well. We'll talk about that right there. Um, <laughs> and did have a an expedition version there, um, which we see one right here. Ford Authority has all masked up. Um, so 2025, I think, is probably going to be a refresh year. And so we are going to probably see a new uh, 25. And uh, I think you guys will really like the look of that, as well as some new features to that, which I can't talk about. Um, so you kind of see they masked the back end as well. So it's going to get a new uh, front and rear. Um, yeah. Also, they talked about what they called a lot of these models that we saw were derivatives. They weren't new models to the market. Um, they were 
they call them derivatives. They're calling, you know, trim levels or, um, you know, a redesign, right. That we usually have every three, four years or every six, that kind of thing. Uh, so, um, we did see what was it back in March, I think it was, or April where, um, uh, Sumar, uh, Gohatra, I think is how I say it names. He actually talked to a group about Broncos and might be coming in the near future. The right side is what we might see a uh, base, uh, says premium there in heritage plus. And so they did have a Bronco to show us. Um, yeah, can't tell you which one it was out of that, but. One of those was there. Um, Bronco Sports also is supposed to be getting a refresh coming up. Uh, we did see this is actually revealed uh, about a month ago. Uh, it was in uh, Ford Media. That was there. And we got to the Model E section. Uh, they did show us that. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, this is the Mach-E Rally. And this will be available to order this fall, they said, um, for deliveries in 24. So that's pretty cool. So you can get a version of that. I assume it's going to be limited in production, like maybe a dark horse or a Raptor is to the Mach-E, but pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so that one, that one was there and it looked just like this. <laughs> I think this is the same one. Actually, it was there, uh, but it was pretty cool to see that uh, up a little close and personal there. Uh, that front just looks really cool. So uh, let's see, I think that's all. Yeah, that's all the images that I have. Um, Sorry, I'm going to bring you back on. Uh, but uh, they did mention, uh, of course, everybody that's been in the news for a while, the T3. They talked about that, the Trust the Truck, uh, another uh, electric truck that's been coming. Uh, and they've mentioned already that they're working on a third row SUV. It will not be an EV, uh, not be an electric version of the Explorer. It is not going to be on the Explorer uh, um, platform. It is separate. So these are Ford you know, Model E and Blue are separate. They're not going to use those platforms. Uh, the mm -hmm. F-150 was one of those rare times they did that. Um, probably see more hybrids, as I mentioned. Oh, Thursday, you'll probably, at Pebble Beach, they're going to reveal a um, a pretty cool vehicle. Ford Authority already has an article. I'll let you try to find that article if you want. Um, <laughs> doesn't have any images of the vehicle. Did get a chance to see it. I will tell you this, Jim Farley is so stoked and happy and proud of the vehicle that's being revealed Thursday at Pebble Beach. Uh, so we'll be looking for that in a couple of days. Um, pretty cool to be able to see it uh, in public too. So again, we saw like nine vehicles there, um, you know, but anyway, so, but I think Ford dealers should be excited for one. We're not going away. Ford is not going to a Tesla format where they're going to get rid of dealers. Um, they need dealers, they need service centers, they need us to do what we do, and that's to help market their vehicles in our market areas, you know, and uh, and help our market, you know, like for us, we, like our Ford dealer outsells all the other manufacturer dealerships in town put together. And that's what they want other market areas to do as well with their Ford vehicles. I mean, Sarah can tell you that yeah. you, know, you, you add the Dodge dealer, the Chevy dealer, the, the, I mean, Jeep, you add all of them together in sales that they do in a month, we outsell them all with just one model. And yeah. uh, that's what they want. They want uh, those dealerships to, to be good for dealers and, and such. So do we need to get rid of bad dealers? Probably there will be some dealerships that will go away. Uh, right. And that probably needs to happen. But um, we probably need more good dealers like us and like some of the other ones that we highlight on this live stream. Right. But mm -hmm. um, but Ford is leaning into the dealers and uh, to do to to market their vehicles. Mm -hmm. 
and get excited about them like we are and you know how to demonstrate them i mean we've already got some tips from this week about how we can help show off blue cruise to our customers and when we start getting those evs on our lot that we can sell right off of our lot and we can demonstrate those features um and why that the mach e is so much better than the than the tesla i mean if you actually looked at a tesla and a mach e the quality of the mach e is so far superior to the tesla it's not even funny um you know i mean tesla they're what their their driving system their uh, uh driving technology driver said features what six thousand dollars is what it cost forts is two thousand dollars right twenty one hundred i mean it's so much cheaper um and the thing of it is is even tesla's that version that's six thousand dollars you still have to put your hand on the steering wheel it's not hands-free so yep I don't trust Tesla either. I, I've seen one that was swerving. It could have been the, the actual driver swerving that, but the amount of swerving that there was, that person would have had to have been drunk or having a severe emergency. I don't know. He was halfway in the other lane. <laughs> I'm well, and you know, the thing that we're going to, we're, we're seeing with those, a lot of people that were, I mean, to be honest, people are choosing Tesla's because of the, their, their infrastructure of chargers. I mean, straight and simple. And if we have those same chargers available to the, you know, the, our electric vehicles, there's no, no stopping that. So the other thing was a lot of people choose Tesla's because of the range. And now they have independent people that are actually doing testing on these. So this is something else that came up this week. I uh, probably could share. And that is to go back and, and talk to people about that. Check out, I think it was uh, car and driver actually so right now if you look at like a tesla y they're they're touting that their range is 330 miles that's their epa uh whereas a maki is like 290. so they actually took independent studies and car and driver took these vehicles and they actually tested them with the same set of parameters and the tesla actually only got 75 percent of their epa range mm -hmm. so they weren't getting 330. In fact, when you, they did the same thing with the Mach-E, it was getting 90% of what they said their EPA was. Mm -hmm. So when you look at it, the Mach-E actually goes further than the Tesla does, the Tesla Y does. But that's a story that doesn't get out publicly, you know, mm -hmm. now, especially when one person, and when you talk on social media, one person owns it, yeah. <laughs> right? Twitter. So 24 Bronco opens tomorrow. So yes we they haven't released a refresh it's all based off of Correct. the other one so we might see a refresh next year they didn't actually say what year the one that we saw what year that was they didn't actually okay. say they but 24 is not a refresh so no, no it's not no usually they do it every three years so it's like 21 22 23 and then so you think 24 would be um but you never know because yeah. the first gen Bronco was 11 years before they did a second gen Bronco. Um, so you don't know, uh, you know, the Maverick, we're probably going to see, you know, what, 22, 23, 24, and we're going to see a refresh in 25 with something major coming that they had there. I can't talk about. Looked pretty cool. Can't talk, about, talk about it. <laughs> meetings. Can't talk about it, but it's cool. There's a reason why they locked up my phone. <laughs> yeah. Locked no out. phones. Nope. No phones allowed. I had four. I was in meeting four and a half hours without my phone. 
back-to-back meetings. Hour and a half. He doesn't usually do that. No. When I got done, I had had so much stuff going on. It's crazy. Anyway. All right. Any other questions? We have about that because we still have one more topic. No, that was it. Oh, that's it. So we have Q&A time. There you go. Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, Ann said that she followed a Tesla home tonight, and it was bad. Um, I was like, were they swerving everywhere? She's like, swerving, heartbreaking, going 10 or more below speed limit, no turn signals. Um, And then someone said, maybe they put bad electricity in their Tesla. I don't know. I just know it's not getting what they said it should get. And I'm not, I mean, I don't know. I've seen the, there's actually a dealer that um, they um, kept a Tesla Y that they traded for for a while. They didn't even put it up for sale because they wanted to be able to show people with the Mach-E versus a Tesla Y in their showroom, the fit and finish difference between them. And that, they're not all the same. I mean, yeah. there can be a Tesla Y that's great, but there's more of them that are bad than more of them that are good. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, and it's different. I mean, Ford's been producing vehicles a lot longer than Tesla has. So, you know, yeah. Ford was a car company that's going to make some EVs, whereas Tesla was an, an electronics company that's going to start making, uh, or software cars. company that's going to start making cars, and they haven't yeah. made cars before. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be there. And then and I'm, I'm biased. I'll be honest. Now, (laughs) I mean, like with Ford, though, if a sensor is down, so I could see a Ford vehicle. If a sensor is down, it could potentially start to swerve and not stay in the lane. But with Ford, if a sensor is down, it shuts down that ability. Ability to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So with, I mean, um, we're getting that fusion. Um, It doesn't have that pre-collision assist. That sensor is either blocked, and so it can't tell. Or it could potentially, you know, start, it was seeing that it was trying to break a lot. And so it was like, okay, so this isn't good. And it turns it off. Yeah, it's not going to, yeah, that vehicle isn't going to like predetermine that, hey, it's blocked and there's someone there. Instead, it just lets you know that that particular feature isn't available because Mm -hmm. of a a bad sensor. And then so that way you can get that sensor fixed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I don't know if uh, Tesla does that or not, but. That's one thing I like about Ford that I just found out about. I am excited about that because then I'm not having to worry about my car just drawing to a halt on me. Yeah, I'm saying as a, as somebody that's, you know, a Ford dealer and, and such, just as a customer too, I'm not only am I a Ford dealer, but I'm a Ford owner. I mean, we have an Expedition. Uh, now a Maverick. I have a Bronco. Uh, you know, Jeff's got a Mach-E just mm-hmm. purchased. Uh, you know, you have a Fusion and a C-Max. I mean, we're we a Ford also, family, yeah. you know. And Ford and Lincoln. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of Ford vehicles. Yeah. I mean, There's a lot of new vehicles coming out. I mean, yeah. if you look at the portfolio out there and the Ford vehicles, you know, starting at the, at the bottom, we've got a new Maverick that just came out and it's mm-hmm. one of the hottest vehicles. A brand new uh, upgraded version of the Ranger that looks really cool. Uh, you got F-150 that's getting redesigned this year uh, with another trim level coming, um, you know, that should be at Detroit so we can show you soon. Um, what I saw the, the, uh, this week. 
Um, then you have the Super Duty, which has been re redone in 23 with some great technologies. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the truck lineup, right? Great truck lineup. And then you look at the SUVs, just got a new uh, Escape redesign. Edge is going away. Explorer's mm -hmm. being redesigned this year. Expedition the year after, uh, you know, and Bronco, two great vehicles that are going to get a refresh next year. Um, or in 25. So, the yeah, we got good stuff going right now and yeah. uh, some good vehicles. So hopefully everybody's at least at four dealerships should be excited. They're selling four. Yeah. So. All right. On to our questions. The first one of which can you get the fender flares painted white or red or does it have to be the vehicle color? So the only um, problem I see that see a pro problem with that is the fender flares are usually a textured molding and that you can't paint those and yeah i don't know what model they're talking about but yeah either way most of the models the fender flares uh, it's gonna be talking about bronco um those are yeah those are textured i mean i do have some upstairs on for my maverick the bushwhacker ones those are not textured you could paint those yeah i mean your body yeah. shop doesn't have to paint it body color you could paint that whatever you want Yep. Uh, you know, Air Design makes for the Maverick makes hood scoop, uh, yeah. spoilers, jailgate spoilers and such that can be painted. Yeah. Coming soon is a new video <laughs> or video guide package coming to a Maverick near you. <laughs> um, yeah. Near so deal me in for a 2024. Tim, are you going to Woodward? No, that's this weekend. So after going to this, uh, no. I need to get back <laughs> take care of things. Mark all. says he's stuck on the tarmac, so an hour delay to Vegas. So you might message Mark. Yeah, I, he emailed me earlier. And so, because uh, um, I said that uh, we were going to go, I'm going to, I need to go eat. Uh, so I think uh, Derek and I are going to meet up and go eat something somewhere and maybe okay. um, hang out and see the sites a little bit before I get in the mm -hmm. bed. Because we got to get up before I am here. Yeah. It's like 6 a.m. there. That's not a big deal. Not like when we go to Detroit and it's a turnaround and we're up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Man. All right. Um, does the exhaust availability on the Big Ben wheels mean I can forget about my order now? Um, if you have a standard Big Ben, if you have the Sasquatch package, probably not. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But I've also seen sometimes where it says exhausted and then we see something get scheduled. So, yeah, I never say it's out of the question, but we have here's what we have. We have nine allocations this month for Matt for Bronco. Uh, we have 11 non heritage orders because right. heritage orders, I can tell you right now, are probably gonna they're going to get pushed to 24. So if you have mm -hmm. a heritage order with us, we're going to need to put a 24 order in for you next week or tomorrow. I think though those people that have we have 11 non-heritage unscheduled orders and nine allocations so we're going to have only two that won't get scheduled this this month probably even this week mm -hmm. so you know we've actually told our bronco guys that hey let's see what gets let's before putting that order in tomorrow order banks aren't closing in a day let's go ahead and see what schedules on thursday and see if you get scheduled first and then if not then that way we only have two of those non-heritage orders to put in uh, six heritage, I think. So that's only eight orders to put in instead of 17. Mm -hmm. So that, that helps everybody out. So. All right. Niles going to bed. Yep. Night, Niles. Ah, it's only seven o'clock here. 
for the bird. Uh huh. Has the Raptor R been confirmed for twenty four? Uh, for the F one fifty, it's it's available now twenty three. So. All right. I mean, I don't. I, they haven't confirmed anything for twenty four stuff yet. All right. Uh, now that all twenty four Bronco trims are getting the twelve inch screen, will the trims also get the three sixty camera as well? No. That, I believe, is part of the Lux package or the High package. So with that, someone asked, that. can I upgrade my 8-inch screen to a 12-inch screen on my 22 Bronco that I am currently driving? I don't think so. Because if you look at the 8-inch screen, it's there's still like you would need to do new dash overlay. So I don't know how possible that is. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say it's not unheard of it would probably take a lot and probably void your warranty <laughs> yeah that that would take a lot of configuration and making sure it's plugged in just right yeah all right uh just got my 23 maverick xlt dealership told me i'm not eligible for price protection is that true nope you are eligible yep the the Ford, let me just say it this way. Ford will reimburse your dealership for any price increase that happens from the if the price changes from the time you ordered to the time the vehicle comes in, as long as the person that ordered it is the person that buys it. That's like word for word for Ford almost. And so Ford is going to give that dealership the $500 difference price increase from when you ordered the vehicle from when it came in because it went up. $500 in February. So the dealership's going to basically that's, they're looking at that as gross because, and they don't see it because they don't think there's any there because they consider price increase a private offer. And if you word it to them that, no, this is actually reimbursement on your dealer part statement 45 to 60 days later. How about this? I'll come back in 45 days. You look and see if my VIN number has a $500 credit. And if it does, you give me my cash because mm -hmm. that's my money. Yeah. That's the other thing you can do. Some dealers are actually doing that. Some dealers are like, I don't trust Ford. And maybe they don't sell enough that they know, but we know how it works because we're getting reimbursed for all these Mavericks. And we see it. It's in their dealer payment statement based on the VIN number. It shows the VIN number and the money reimbursed. When we do the deal, we we know that 500 is going to come back to us at, you know, in 45 days. So we actually credit the unit mm -hmm. so that it can be charged back to when they can rectify that when it comes in. You know? Or whatever. Yep. So back to our screen conversion question. Someone said that the screen conversion was tried is more than a size change. It's not just a screen swap, which makes sense. Each the eight inch and the twelve inch probably have different dash holes for their screens. And so you know, different sizes, different holes. <laughs> yeah. You gotta try and put that. Yeah, that opening is not the same. Like I'm looking at my, I like mine. Um, you can see where it could fit, but it's still the the cutout is still just the eight for the eight mm -hmm. inch screen. So, and you know what? To me, it's not necessarily that I need a twelve inch screen. I want the front camera. <laughs> that yeah. my my thinking is, I'm hoping to see is that they have the availability or that they should have that ability to add a front camera to anything with a twelve inch screen because mm -hmm. that's more of an off road capability option that you need going off road several times it is i think is very critical to get i don't need a big 
I don't need that big screen. I just want to be able to see the front of the vehicle when I'm on off road. And I think that needs to be a standalone option. All right. Before we get talk about what was that last one about color changes? Oh, they were wondering if you can tell us what the 24 color changes are for the Bronco. Yes. And then do uh, we know what 25 color changes are? No, we don't know that far in advance. Um, <laughs> 24, we do know that Raptor's losing the code orange. Getting it is getting shelter green like the Ranger. Um, Velocity blue is coming back. I think on all models. I, I think in my video I said for Raptor only, but I think it's coming back for all models. Um, uh, Area 51 is going away. That's the only thing that they've told us so far. <laughs> Sounds like it's going away that's, for a lot. And that's uh that is uh that is what was on Bronco 6G. Okay. Not the broadcast. <laughs> but it is the same, <laughs> but it is the same as the broadcast. But it was uh right. that was it was already released on Bronco 6G, so I'm gonna reference them as the source. All right. <laughs> I saw on Ford's website if your order does not get built, you can place a new 24 model your order. You will not lose your place in line. How will Ford know my place in line? Is there something my dealership can do? And this is for Maverick. Oh, this is for Maverick? Okay, so Ford will know because they know that you had a 23 order with the exact same order number as your 24 order. They're going to see that you, and, and what they're going to be looking for, when they look at the 24 orders, they're going to see that order number, and they're going to look at your dealership and see if there was a 23 order with that same order number. So there has to be that, those 23 orders have to stay in the order bank for that dealer. But once they see that, that's when Ford will give it a 02 priority. So they're doing it, not Ford. Uh, they're not the dealerships. I mean, Ford is doing it. So like, well, you mentioned earlier, Sarah, that all of ours are, oh, we have a bunch of ours that are O2s because they mm -hmm. saw that 23 order in there and then they saw the 24 COVP and they matched it up, gave it an O2. Yep. So, yeah. And there, what's the thing of it is, is we actually wanted to prioritize and stack ours based on how they were put in last year. Ford won't let us. Everybody, all those orders on an O2. So no matter when you put your order in last year for us, you all are on this basically on the same level playing field it's all going to be about configuration and then luck which i don't really like but i don't have any we don't have choice because ford took it out of our hands but they needed to take it out of some dealers hands because some dealers didn't even prioritize the 23 orders from the 22 and we see dealers that didn't get 22 scheduled because their dealerships dropped the ball so i get it ford's taking that over for those dealerships that are stupid yeah all right been waiting a year for my Maverick. No VIN or letter. Ordered a 22. It was changed to a 23. No re response from no one. Can you help me? Ooh. Unfortunately, we cannot look up other dealers' orders. No. Um, I mean, I can pass your information dealer. on to the brand manager if you email me. Yeah. So, email yeah. us here. Yeah. Sarah um, Davis at LomaCarther.com. Yep. I can we can certainly try and pass that along. Yeah, all I can do is pass it on to the brand manager and see if they can reach out to your dealer. That's about all I can do. Oh, Patrick so. said his question was for the Bronco Heritage. On the Fender Flares? No. The, oh, he had a 20, 23 going to 24. How will they know? It's the same principle, oh. right? No, they're not going to do O2s on those. So oh, that's it, it doesn't get rolled over your dealership. You'll have to put in that 24 order. So... They're not doing private offers because they told dealers, here's your number. Don't take more than you can get. 
I think about all the heritage for anybody that had a 23 prior to March 27th order in, they already had scheduled a lot of those heritage orders. Um, so that should have been done and yours should have been. And if yours was put in after March 27th, then that's different because they said, hey, we're not we're not giving private offers. These aren't rollover orders. So you have to put in a new order with your dealership. And so it's really up to your dealership how they're going to prioritize them. For us, like we have those six heritage. Well, when we put those in, they're going to get a higher priority than any new one that gets put in. So your dealership needs to do the same thing. It's up to them whether or not they do. All right. Now that the build line has doubled and Broncos are not in demand as much, aren't more fleet orders for Mavericks coming in? I don't know because I can't see fleet orders. Those are kind of done separately. All right. Um, hi. On 24 build Maverick XLT Lex package does not include uh, unless you add black appearance package. Are there restrictions already? Uh, hold on. What now? Luxury package is required if you add a black appearance. Yes. So if you have the black appearance year, package, you have to have deluxe now. Yes, that, that is a change for this year um, that Ford is now requiring you to add the Lux package if you order the Black Appearance package. So, yes. That's already figured in 10% <laughs> capacity. Will the dash on Bronco go full digital, no speedometers? Uh, Hard to say. It's up I to don't think that's changing any because we're not talking a 12-inch screen there. We're talking a 12-inch center stack screen. Well, he's saying the speedometers. I know. In the cluster. Yes, but the cluster is not changing no. sizes or anything. That's not changing. So the the productivity screen is what I like to call it. That is not changing. It's your center stack screen that's going to 12-inch screen. Mm. Will mm. the Brock go fully digital? Um, oh, um, yeah, I don't know on that. I don't think there's any changes to that from 23 to 24. It's not in 23. It's not going to change for 24, I don't believe. <clears throat> we were not told that yet. Patrick W., if you want to email me, I can certainly help you get those instructions to your dealer. All right. Are they tanking the Ford Edge or is Ford going to be smart and make a 25? They're done after this year, right? Yes, they are what they call that. They call that sunsetting. So that... After 24 model year, the edge is finished. Finite. Gonzo. Yep. All right. Ford started converting 23-24 MAV rollover orders to priority two. Most of MAV form have priority two. But as of today, I'm still a priority 19. I am concerned. Or should I wait another week? Talk to your dealer. Make sure your COVP approved. Check in with your dealer and ask what your priority is. They should be able to check that for you. Um, Ford support can give you your priority, but they cannot look up your COVP. So that's right. The only way to, to in the only one that has any kind of system, if only your dealership can look up your COVP status. Mm -hmm. So you need to, I know it's d difficult, but yeah, you need to get through dealership and say, um, my order is not a priority two. I had a carrier from 22 to 23. I should mm -hmm. be priority too. And if they say, well, only Ford does that, said that is true, but they do that once my CVP has been approved and verified. So let's get this going. <laughs> what's, yeah. What's the status of the, my COVP? Um, and they get an email from Ford. 
Like our mm-hmm. person that does ours, a lot of times we'll forward that on to the salesperson um, and says, here you go, this is your order, it's been approved. And so then you could even forward that on to your customer, but um, we're not doing that necessarily. But if the customer really needed it and wanted to know, um, but you yeah. can look up their priority at any, and they can call so, customer support to see what the priority is and the status of their order, but they can't see, uh, Ford customer support cannot see COVP status. Yeah. So Ron, that would answer your question as well. How do I know if my 24 got changed to a priority two? talk to your dealer or Ford customer support yeah, to know you, the status? You can call Ford customer support because they're going to tell you the truth on what your priority is. But if you're not an O2, then that means that um, your dealership doesn't have a COVP approval. They could have submitted yours into COVP, mm-hmm. but there could be, there's uh, two things. There's three statuses once a COVP is submitted. One says pending, which means Ford hasn't looked at it yet. And the other is hold, which means there's something wrong that didn't get it approved. And then there's verified. Mm-hmm. So verified means you're good. So if you're a hold, that could be as simple as a blurry driver's license where they can't see if your name matches, that driver's license name matches that or your address matches your order address. So everything has to match up. If your driver's license, let's say you moved, but you didn't, haven't redone your driver's license, it won't match your new order, right? Because it's a different address. Addresses mm-hmm. have to match, name has to match. Uh, if it doesn't, that could be why it's not approved. That could be a hold. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. simple things for hold statuses. Yeah. All right. So now that all 24 Bronco trims are getting the 12 inch screen, will the trims also get the 360 camera as well? We answered that. Oh, no, I don't believe so. Okay. I must have had that pulled twice for two different people. Front camera, I'm hoping. But... <laughs> are there any new colors, which we already answered that too? Do you know how long they are scheduling for the 23 Mavericks? Okay, hold on a second, because that last one, though, they said Heritage. So Heritage, oh. I didn't mention that earlier. Heritage Heritage Edition, regular Heritage Edition, will get the Robin's Egg Blue as an option now. So that's okay. been added for this year. And Heritage Limited will be Robin's Egg Blue, which they already had, and Yellowstone. So, All okay. right. Um, do you know how long they are scheduling this one? Well, um, they're scheduled into uh, the week of October 9th is the last week they're producing those. Um, I don't know at this point. I don't know if just this, this is the last week. I thought last week was the last week um, that they're scheduling for, and we're moving on to 24, but evidently they must have still some production slots to open up and fill. Hey, maybe we'll get some more 23 scheduled this week. Who knows? We had 38 out of the blue get scheduled for us last week. So maybe we'll get some more scheduled this week. (laughs) We'll find out. So. All right. Sorry. Headphones. Every morning there. Just letting someone know why he may have been flagged as spam. Okay. Oh. So here's something. Uh, Derek rocks. He deserves a raise at least by him around tonight. I think you're thinking of Derek Stitham, a salesman. Derek Lee is our general manager. Derek's who's here at the dealer meeting. Derek me. Lee is the oh. one at the dealer meeting. Yeah, Derek so we're Stitham gonna- is he was here today, in fact, even though it's his day off. All right. 
Have you heard about EV tech that has a range of 700 miles? Not yet. Uh, but some of them are saying, like, I think they, I heard something where they said GM's working on an SUV that's going to be all electric. It'll go 700 range. I don't know. I don't think that's out there yet. I think you're going to be more likely to see, like, maybe Ford will have a hybrid SUV that'll get a range of 7,800 is their goal for a hybrid, which wouldn't be surprised. Maverick will go 600, right? There's all kinds of people out there trying to join the 600 mile club is what they call that, um, that they're getting 600 miles on a tank gas. Um, so you get a, you put a hybrid in something. Um, that's why, you know, it's like, when you look at it that way, it's like, Hey, I can go seven, 600 miles, uh, in a hybrid without having to fill up. That's, you know, an EV. Yeah. I mean, but look at, look at the price of gas. I mean, if you have to charge, I mean, we've done this on a trip. I mean, it still costs you money to charge an, uh, an electric vehicle on the road. I mean, I think I, I think I spent like, I don't know. I think it's almost like if you go from like, you know, 10, 20, or maybe even 30% to like 80, it still costs you like 20 bucks. You know, yes, it's cheaper than gas, but it also takes you longer than gas. And I'm like, if I can get in a vehicle that's a hybrid, that can get me 600 mile range. Um, and then I fill it up and it costs me 30, 40, what's, I don't know what a tank costs there. What was what the tank costing for you? $30, 40? Don't Maverick people can tell me like how much gas costs to put in a Maverick. I haven't driven the Maverick for like six months. I know, but you might remember. Anyway, yes. I don't know. I mean, what's the tank? It used to be like 40. 15 gallon tank at what's what, what's the gas cost now? I haven't had to fill up in a while. I don't know, but I do know that when I was driving, it costs about 40. Okay, so 40. So, you know, but you're going twice as far. So if I if my EV can only go and it can't. And can, I have EcoBoost. Let's say that Lightning can go 300 miles. Let's say it's half as far as, as one of those, all right? And it cost me $20 to take it from that 30% to 80% to go another 300 miles, right? So that by the time I'm done and I'm filling up when the hybrid Maverick is, it's ended up costing me $40, the same price. So it's not any cheaper. Mm -hmm. Why aren't we making more hybrids? Anyway. I want hybrids. So Plug-in hybrid is what I want. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. Anyway. All right. Last question I have here. So call for comp any questions I may have missed or I did accidentally unstar a few. Um, so if I missed your question or we did not answer it, please drop your question in there with at Sarah Davis while we answer this one. Ordered 23 Maverick with the 22 dealership and a second dealer that I would prefer to buy from. Can I stack my 22 and 23 private offers through the second dealer or must I use the 22 dealer? Ford is saying, okay, so you put two orders in for 23. Mm -hmm. I would go with the dealership that you put the 22 order in with. Be, yes. uh, that you also put a 23 order in with instead of the one. Because they're going to match based off of order yes. number and with your yeah. dealer. You cannot use. So each of the. Okay. So the 23 to 24 private offer is a certain offer number. And that is not eligible with itself. So um, you wouldn't be able to use all three of them. Right. On one order. So um, what I probably encourage to do is put one 
maybe in with those two same dealerships and make sure the order numbers are the same. Um, and what you might have happen is that 22 order that you had originally doesn't get scheduled, but that other one with that other dealership with the 23, at least you have that private offer to, to, to use. But um, yeah, I don't know on that 20, if you, you ordered with that 23 dealer, I don't know if that 22 to 23 one's going to show up as well. I mean, it should show up. I don't know. I guess if, if I were in your situation, I'd put the order in with both dealerships, ask them to both be the same. And then which one ever, whichever one shows up first is I would see if that offer is available. Because as soon as you get a VIN number, it can be looked up. So a lot of people may not know that. So let's say you have that those orders in with both dealerships and the one with the dealership that didn't have a 22 order gets scheduled. Once you see that VIN number, you can search that VIN number for any offers and see if the 22 to 23 offer as well as a 23 to 24 is showing up in your name. Now you won't be able to use you know two of the multiple ones because what will probably show into your name is two offers for the other. But I think offers are showing up. I think it's the prioritization that you're not going to get if you switch dealerships mm -hmm. between model years. So, you know, if you try to go to a, even a third different dealership for your 23, your 24 order, I think you wouldn't get prioritized because they're having to match it up with the dealership with that order. So you're both those two orders. If you ordered them both again with those two dealerships, they would probably get an O2 priority and that's what you're going to get. But the private offers probably will show up regardless no matter which dealership you go with, if that makes sense. Okay. But I, we don't, until we get a VIN number and you can have a dealership look up your private offers, there's no, no way of knowing. So, or actually private offers can be searched, but we probably need to wait for about another month, but we should be able to, under your name, search for private offers and see if they're both showing up. So then it shouldn't matter what dealership you order come in, you should be able to get eligible for both. Will there be an ST in 2025? Next. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer that one. Don't know. Um, on Maverick build and price, XLT Lux package is not an option unless you add black appearance package. Is there already restrictions? Okay. Hold on. XLT Lux package is not an option unless you add. It is an option without the black appearance package. All right. Lux package is so, optional. Black appearance package requires the Lux package. Yes. That makes sense. So I will say, though, Ford's website, if you are getting, if you can't choose XLT unless you get the black appearance package added to it, that's a glitch. Could be a glitch. I mean. We've seen glitches on Ford's website before. You know, times where uh, an F-150 didn't have side view mirrors um, or running boards or door handles I saw on the next edition. So um, there can be glitches on Ford's website, but you can get XLT Lux package without black appearance package. Let's see if, um, whoa. Hold on, let's see if this works. That's the theory. All right, well, I'll answer Kevin while you're doing that. So, Kevin, um, I will send you one. I will send one to you. Um, no problems on that. Here, um, let's, let's, let's try this. Can you guys see my screen? Can you see it, Sarah? No. It'll be 10 seconds for them. I don't see your screen. You need to share it. Add it. 
I added it. Okay. You're good now. Not now. Not now. There you go. Okay. So I'm really delayed. So now, how's it look? You're good. Keep can it there. You see, can you see 4.com? Yes. And I see your cursor moving. You can see it. Okay. So let's go, because uh, since I only have one computer, I can't see <laughs> what I'm seeing, or I can't see what you're seeing. All right. So let's go to, let's just test this out for Maverick uh, and make sure. And so I can tell you what can be done. I can tell you what the order guide says and what's true. Um, I have found on Tuesdays, <coughs> sorry, I have found on Tuesdays that I keep getting Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno stuck in my head. <laughs> All right. So I'm I just, like, I just it. selected XLT Eco because it doesn't matter. And there's, uh, if you go to packages, so there is uh, FX4 because that's available. Trimmer is available. 4K. Okay. Um, where's where's the Lux? Lux? Flux package isn't on there. <laughs> so, um, so okay. So there is a glitch. You know what? I'm going to screenshot this for our brand manager. But you can see, yeah, you're right. Lux package isn't even showing on there. Yeah. That is a tef definite glitch. Uh, Lux package is available without going to the black appearance package. Um, and wow. the Lux is available on XLT. <laughs> Yeah, it's not showing it at all. <laughs> add add wow. black appearance package. Add black appearance package. There. It says requires it. Okay, so that is a glitch. So okay, that's what she's <laughs> talking about. So okay. okay, so we'll we'll share that with the brand manager and let them know there's a glitch with that. Um Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> uh, that's funny. It's always okay. fun to find a glitch. So, but you can get the XLT Lux package without yeah. going to the Black Appearance package. Okay, so that's what you're talking about. Most so, Ray Ann, our members that were picking up their Mavericks from us, we have some special little gifts to give to them. Um, a Ford Video Guy merch, not merch. It's you can't find it on the website. So, it's things that we have specifically ordered oh. to give to members that are picking up. We have shirts still left over. Yes, that, I was actually going to mention that. We have stickers, too. We have stickers and shirts. So if you'd like a Maverick Meetup shirt, let me know. I'll get you pricing. Uh, I already have pricing. But... Oh, you do? What's the price? $30. Oh, she says you do a discount now. Well, okay. Maybe you've talked to her since I have. Yeah. I'm not at the dealership. That, that's, right, I'll talk to her. Okay. All right. We'll try to mention that at the beginning of next week's live stream then. They should have Gen Zers doing the website. Yeah. Are they doing it now, though? <laughs> Did Ford talk about the Bronco work variant? If so, touch your nose with your pinky finger and blink three times while talking about something totally unrelated. On the Bronco? Yeah. They did not show that. <laughs> They're wanting to know what variant that I, believe I saw. But I like how he's like, if so, touch your nose with your <laughs> finger and blink three times while talking about something totally unrelated. Is that RagnarCon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do I know? <laughs> RagnarCon, I can let, I can, I can clue you in. RagnarCon, he's, yeah. He you just can't talk about it. Um, I can't. When... I mean, I can, yeah, I, I can't say what version necessarily it was, but I can, 
tell you. Night Looks cool. Week. <laughs> Good night and safe week. Okay. I think that's all the questions I had here. Uh, we do have a merch site. So if you guys would like for do we have any Ford Video Guy tumblers on there? Uh, I think so. Link I is swear. If you want it. Yeah, links in the description of all of our videos, actually. Yes. So, so you have as a well as well as well as below uh, the YouTube you not during the live stream. Do not have a videos. Tumblr. What? No Tumblr. You have mugs. You need to give me the link for that so I can start like doing more with it because I think I could really do some fun things for us. All right. Yeah, no. Oh, there's okay. There are there's a coffee travel mug with a handle in stainless steel um, or white. And then there is two water, one water bottle, but it has two different designs with the truck scene. Which, by the way, still says trunk scene. T-R-U-N-K instead of T-R-U-N-K. I, know, I can't change the design once I created it. Oh, man. So then you also have another travel mug without a handle. And then you have a truck scene light insulated stainless steel, and that one has glitter on it. So there's there's a lot more than I saw on the first page. So if you would like Ford Video Guy merch, head on over there. Um, there are some fun things on there. I personally have a backpack. I do. I, might... I like my Brock one better, though. <laughs> well, I don't have the opportunity to get one of those, so I have my... It's on Ford's merch site, which they said they're going to be getting more merch stuff. From Maverick? Uh, well, yeah, for one. They mentioned or, that, actually, they mentioned that people wanted more Maverick stuff. So they actually they did uh, reference that itself, but other stuff, too. They said that they're going to try to get Well, I might just have to call Kathy and be like, okay, so we have that C-Max, that C-Max cup you gave me. I'm going to need more merch. With that on there with my name, like I need that print so I can add it to a bag and you know everything else. Let's let's get this going. <laughs> All right. Um let's see. That's all I have for now. Uh yes, the cups on this site should fit in your Maverick door. I know that's very important. <laughs> the ones on Ford site doesn't. Ragnarok, we um, have always had merch. I think that you yes. just get in after we announce that we have a merch and site. If you watch any of our videos at the bottom, there's actually the merch yes. at the bottom. Uh, I don't know about the live stream. Live streams our, do not show it. But our other videos, uh, it actually is underneath our video. There's yes. a um, store. We have a store. Actually, if you go to our, if you put in um, youtube.com forward slash LlamaCarthur forward slash store, Mm -hmm. It takes you to our store. Um, but yes, in the link of all of our videos, there is a link to our uh, merch yeah. site. So um, we did have a question. Is this channel only for Mavericks? No, we talk about Bronco, um, Lightning. We talk about scheduling. Like every, we talk about scheduling, <laughs> constraints, production, any yeah. updates of news, no matter what model is, we're going to share it. So we talk about all of them on this. This stream was started because of the Maverick community asking yeah. questions because like they even said that most people that are on a Maverick, most of them, it's like they said over 50% of the people, it's the first time owning a truck mm -hmm. and more than 60% of them came from another brand to the Maverick. And so yes. we had a lot of them have questions about that. That's how the stream started. But 
at the beginning, if you go into scheduling new notes, we talk about every model and what mm -hmm. scheduling and what constraints there are. And when we get into the dealer news, uh, anything that's happened in the last week is what I share. So as well as recalls, all the different models. Um, yeah, any news related stuff that I get in the last week. Um, yeah, like this week, there's a lot gonna, like next week, we might be talking about Bronco a lot. So it just depends on what's in the news and what's going on. So, yeah. Mm. Can you tell, can you dealers tell Ford is going to lose a lot of customers if they stop producing the Ford Edge? In my case, the Edge ST. See, and we heard that when they stopped producing the Focus, Fusion, and Fiesta. Um, maybe not the Fiesta, but the Focus and the Fusion, that Ford would lose a lot of customers because they're no longer producing a car besides a performance car. Yeah. People have stuck around though, um, or they have gone over to a car. You might look at the Escape because the Escape, the escape has, nice. has changed or, its look and such. And to be or honest, go with the Maverick. Um, again, on the Maverick, but Maverick seems car ish to me. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, like, car ish. Well, your sister, when she got, before she got her Escape, she looked at the edge. Yeah. And it just seemed too big for her. So yeah. she got the escape because it was a little narrow, but mm -hmm. room in the back, she was able to put Jaden's uh, wheelchair back there, mm -hmm. which was the big reason she was looking at the edge to begin with. But the escape was still big enough to put her in the wheelchair back there. That's where she went that route. See, and Lebo keeps going, hey, let's let's buy my dad's edge. Let's buy the I'm like, nope, we are not buying an edge. For me, it seems too bubbly, like too much bulk. I will say the windshield between the two is is a big difference. Yes, um, and I think so that's what I don't like. I was, because I never really drove the Maverick much. I've been driving it. That windshield looks so tall. Yes. Um, it's just like, wow, I can see my sky. <laughs> sky up there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it seems so big. That's and I think every vehicle has a little bit of different feel on the windshield. I know your mom was that way when she was driving vehicles that like, I can't drive this because I, I, I feel like, I'm, you know, certain vehicles, if the, the windshield's narrow, and doesn't wrap much. She mm -hmm. doesn't feel like she can see the road enough and the much. Yeah. So there's, everybody's different. Uh, but when are we going to Moab for off-rodeo? We're going not? to Colorado. We're going to Colorado for a supercell. Yes. Um, that is in um, September. Well, we're leaving. I don't know if we're leaving on your birthday, I but mean, the day after probably. But I mean, I don't mind. Our campsite reservation is for the fifth through the tenth. Okay, I can say that. So if if we if we do start traveling that way, we would probably stay in like a motel or something like in Colorado Springs. Okay, um, is the thoughts because I wouldn't mind. I want you. to be there on the fifth. Yeah. I saw Bronco Nations doing some stuff that day. So, oh, they doing the stuff that day. I saw Bronco Nation. It says starts at ten a.m. on the fifth. Hmm. I thought it was on the sixth. Maybe they have it start date Tuesday, September fifth, at ten a.m. Ten a.m. Okay, well then, we can drive. I mean, it's only like six hours for us. Yeah. So. Start well, date, the end thought, date, Saturday. The, the thought was if we started driving on Monday, then we can get to Colorado Springs. It's only like an hour or two after that. And yeah. so we could get up that morning and be up there in that morning. But we won't be yeah. able to get to our, be able to do our campsite until later that day. Yeah. Night. So, anyway. I was kind of I was gonna look at the events real quick and see if they're doing something 
specifically on the fifth? Well, see, Supercell is not doing anything until like later on the fifth. Mm-hmm. And most of their stuff starts the sixth. Actually, the sixth is the setup day. Right. And so Bron- I know Supercell is not. So if Bronco Nation is doing anything, it's just probably uh, outside of Supercell. So. Right. That's what I was thinking. They might be yeah. planning something different. Yeah. Anyway. So, yep. They don't have anything listed. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's not Should it. I, I ordered to go- 24 Bronco if my 23 hasn't been scheduled at this point. Um, if you rewind back, Bronco, yeah. we didn't I mean, answer that. So I would maybe wait until Friday or Thursday mm-hmm. and see if you get scheduled Thursday. Because they are doing some Bronco scheduling this week, and it is the first week for August scheduling. Um, so I would almost wait to see what happens Thursday. Because, well, here's the case. Order makes are going to open up tomorrow, but not until the very end of the day, like uh, an hour before most dealerships close, right? So I would see what happens to see if you get an email by noon on Thursday. And if you don't get one by like noon or one o'clock or sometime in the mid-afternoon, then put that order in, with that 24 order in with your dealer. Yeah. It can the 24 order can be canceled if you get your 23 scheduled, it can be canceled. Not the end of the world, but it can be a headache, especially if they got to do COVP and everything. Uh, you might just you know you might just wait one day. So, mm-hmm. and your dealer, if you have one with your dealer, surely they're going to prioritize your order and give you a higher priority if you had a 23 with them, right? So. All right. Um, last question. Okay. Um, I ordered a Lightning Pro last week when orders open. Is the October to November estimate good no matter which deal I selected? Should be. Okay. Should be. Um, yeah, most of their production, I think they're producing through November, December for uh, Lightnings. Um, and then they're going to be starting over with their Model E structure for 24 model a year. Okay. After that, which we'll get more information on later. Yeah. All right. I don't have any other questions. All right. I'm getting hungry, so I need to go eat. So anyway. All right. Well, nothing else. Okay. Let me switch over here so I can flip things over. Thank you guys very much for joining us. Appreciate it. Next week we should be back in our regular studio, both of us. <laughs> um, other than that, I think that's it. So, um, yeah. So All thank right. you guys. And I got a special end scene for this from our members um, who were uh, came over for the Maverick meetup. We drove from the dealership to a dinner downtown and we caravan or kind of went down together. So the video that I have is the parade of member Mavericks from last from Maverick meetup. So uh, again, thank you guys for joining. Don't forget to smash the like button and uh, until next week or till the next video. Be positive, be kind to one another. And be kind to yourselves. See you later.